0: Welcome to the Chick Foley Show.
1: What is up, Foley fam? We are back with an action-packed episode one thirty-one. Of the Chick Foley Show. We're going to be recapping the amazing Double or Nothing weekend and all the crazy figure reveals from Double or Nothing Fan Fest. Plus, we're going to have to get into a little bit of uh, a bad news with Black Wednesday and all the wrestler releases from from a couple of days ago. But first, let me start by introducing the stars of the show, Sheena. How you doing?
0: I am doing well, man. Waking up, I finally got the I got the Red Bull to the veins, so I'm taking. I have my uppers, and now I'm got some Millies. I'm, I'm cracking open a uh, a beer, so I'm taking my downers. You know, my body's just not going to know what to do by the end of the show.
1: Marco, <laughs> how's life up in Massachusetts?
2: Ah, uh, going good. I I was just uh, telling you a little bit earlier, just noticing a little uh, lower back sprain injury or strain, oh as they call it. So, uh been do you want to know I how g-
0: you got this lower back strain?
2: Just working out too crazy. Not, mm. not uh not uh doing that's the, what the kids are the calling it these form. days yeah yeah that's that's what that's what they're calling it is working out working <laughs> out too hard but uh yeah <laughs> just uh been up since two because yeah. i couldn't really sleep so yeah you,
0: you'll be you'll be pushing 24 straight hours oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a well, iron
2: man match it's, it I, took is. A, I took a little nap um before like in the morning so so i should be fine i think if i if i if you don't hear from me that means i Passed out <laughs> during the show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: we want to give another thanks to Jordan Wells. He helped us co-host the show last weekend. He's a Foley fan member and longtime friend of me and Sheena. He was staying at the uh, the Firefly Phelps House all last weekend for Double or Nothing, and we had a blast with him. Yeah, it was He's back fun. in Nebraska we had a great now. Weekend. Um, Sheena, remind the folks where they can find you guys on social media.
0: You can find me on Instagram at Chick Foley. You can find Marco over on Twitter at Chick Foley Show. And you can join our Foley fam over on Facebook and get all of our bonus content by going to ChickFoleyShow.com. We actually just had our most controversial Chick Foley Rumble ever. We hosted oh, the Royal goodness. the Royal Rumble 9 on Saturday and oh my gosh um, Kane and The Rock really really created a controversy in that when they got locked up and yeah we had to restart yeah, they,
1: they glitched out with about eight without eight people left to go they just got yeah. stuck in the collar and elbow tie up and no one could do anything to them so we ended up having to do a fatal four-way battle royale and yeah. uh, Kane ended up sneaking out with the, the chick fil show championship yep our next giveaway is uh, going to be a special one. <laughs> We have the Decade of Domination Undertaker figure from last year. Remember, this is in his debut attire from Survivor Series 1990, and we are giving it away to you guys for free. Now, this is a special figure, so we got to step it up a little bit from what we usually do. This time, we're going to ask you guys to leave a review on iTunes. All right, so we want to get some fresh reviews, help iTunes uh, you know, bump us up in their algorithm, expand the platform, bring more people into the chick fil fold. Um, so yeah, drop us a review. If you've already left a review before, that's fine. If you go in and just update your review, it'll bump it up to the top of the feed. And, uh, you know, if you want a couple other entries, grab your girlfriend's phone, grab your boyfriend's phone, your mom, your dad, drop a couple of reviews off their phones as well. You know, I'm not going to be greedy. I just want any reviews. I am I come from the the Eric Bischoff school of thought that, you know, all press is good press. I know Sheena's going to ask you not guys me. for that. No, I, want that, <laughs> I want that five star frog
0: splash <laughs> all day long. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want you to talk about how much you love Marco and I, how you appreciate us showing up for you guys every single week. That That's that's what I'm looking for.
1: But yeah, drop us a review, screenshot it, send it to Sheena on Instagram, or um, or send it to Marco on Twitter, and we will announce the winner on next week's show. Uh, Sheena, tell the listeners about the Pod Foundation.
0: So we cannot not plug our Pod brethren, our guys, our Survivor Series team over at the Extra Cooler Show, bringing you all the goodness from back in the day, recapping old pay-per-views. Um And wrestling over there. Then we have Pyramid Wrestling bringing you all the action figure content you can possibly handle. And our guys over at the Turnbuckle Tavern giving you the most in depth AEW coverage. They were actually at Double or Nothing. So they had an awesome weekend. They were, you know, I was watching their stories and stuff. And what's really cool is they have a new spinoff of the Turnbuckle family. Um, The staple, the OG Fig Kid, Thomas Montalto, is. Uh, He has a new show called The Turnbuckle Sessions, and he just interviewed Nick Aldis for his debut pilot episode. He's getting Sam Roberts next week. So, yeah, it's freaking... It's freaking awesome that our pod foundation uh, is growing and we're so excited for the OG fig kid, the staple Thomas Montalto on his new venture. So make sure you go over there and subscribe, subscribe to all of our pod foundation brethren uh, by going to at pod foundation on Instagram and you'll always know what the latest is with all of us. And uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, it looks like those guys had a blast down in Jacksonville. They were in the house for double or nothing. And, you know, thanks to the two bad chads for sharing their weekend with everybody. It would have been amazing to be down there for, you know, WrestleMania was was back this year, but it still seems a little bit subdued just because we used to WrestleMania being like 70,000 people. This felt like a true AEW show and uh, the enthusiasm from the fans, it, it really carried through on screen in a way that I don't think WrestleMania really did. Um, we want to remind you guys to use code Chick Foley at ringside. We're going to get into it a little bit later, but there's a ton of exciting pre-orders that went up live today. So use code Chick Foley to save 10% on everything you get from, uh, from ringside. And then I think we're ready to go. You guys ready to dive into the weekend in wrestling?
0: Let's get inside the squared circle.
1: So we have to start with double or nothing. Marco, I'm gonna kick it to you first, man. Just give me your kind of just your general thoughts on the show.
2: Uh, loved it. Top to bottom. Um, Mm -hmm. from the uh from the buy-in all the way to the uh to the main event the stadium stampede i was thoroughly impressed um you just mentioned it before it felt um just because he you know the they had a full capacity
0: they weren't joking when they said at capacity that place was packed to the gills
2: oh yeah and it just like just you could you could feel the energy like Mm -hmm. um at wrestlemania obviously there's there were people there but it you know it it didn't feel like WrestleMania. Uh, Mainly, there were fans there, but you could still tell it was kind of like, eh. Um, this show right here was,
0: I mean, it's this it's is definitely, what wrestling is supposed to feel yeah, like.
2: Definitely show of the year. I mean, they um, earlier in the year uh, New Japan, um, they they had uh, kind of like a capacity too as well. So, uh, but they had kind of restrictions on what you know their fans could do. They can could They couldn't like yell. They can only like clap on something so like they don't breathe on people yeah pretty much but uh no this the show right here felt like an like a like a wrestling pay-per-view like the um, crowd was electric i thought they were
0: just (laughs) yeah it was just it was just awesome man it it felt so it felt so good to see everybody there Mm -hmm.
1: one thing i definitely took away from it is the power of using actual licensed music for entrance themes oh yeah whether it was orange Casty with Jane, um,
0: wild thing. The,
1: yeah. Wild, wild thing, thing by, by X, you know, and what an upgrade for them. You guys remember the first week that they used it, they had, uh, what is it, the, the grogs? Is that the name of the original band that did wild things? I think, um, and it just didn't hit. They switched it up mm-hmm. to the version by the band X from the '80s. It was made famous in Major League, yeah. and it was just perfect for a theme. I really hope that Mox still uses that as his solo theme, and it, that's not just something for him yeah. and Eddie Kingston. And then, most importantly, um, you know, Tarzan Boy with with Jungle Boy. That oh, was. Just- yeah. That Beautiful. was electric, yeah. I don't yeah. think that was the match of the night, but for, to me, that was definitely the the moment of the night was him. Uh, oh yeah, you know that that last duel that he had with Christian that uh, ultimately went in the battle. We were yeah, yeah, we were
0: over here. I mean, you would have thought it was like the main event of the pay per view. We were so <laughs> invested in the. Uh, not only was the Chick-fil-A Show Prediction Championship on the line for that yeah. match, which was which was crazy that it came down, you know, of, of to Jungle Boy and Christian, which were yeah, mine both and our Marco's picks. picks. <laughs> yeah, so we were fighting to the death right there at the end. But despite all that. Even if it hadn't been for that, that just that last little sequence was just so amazing. And another thing I loved is just the pacing of the show. I never felt like it dragged on. I felt like the matches. Cody just, match. Well, yeah, uh, the, the Cody, Cody match, match. I mean, there was a couple of matches that I you felt like. You need a break dra-
1: though. Yeah, you, the Cody match came at just the right time after uh, those those bangers to start the show.
0: Yeah, it did. And you know, um, we'll I'll talk about it here in a little bit. But yeah, I felt like this maybe the stadium stampede was you know a little a little bit of a misplaced match, but other than that, I just felt like the show was just for such a packed card, um, including the, the buy-in show. I thought it was just, I thought it was amazing.
1: I, I think, yeah, stadium stampede didn't really hit. It was cool. Seeing inner circle, get their moment at the end of the night. I would have booked that a little bit differently. Um, I don't know why nobody else has gone back to this format because I really think it worked. If you guys remember WrestleMania 12, the Hollywood Backlot Brawl uh, yep. between Goldust and Roddy Piper, you remember yeah. how you know it started off with like a 10 minute segment and then they just spliced it through throughout the night. Different stuff, you know. The match really it was about an hour and a half at actual showtime from the time the match started to the time it ended. But you're only seeing little snips mm-hmm. here and there, especially the way the Stadium Stampede was done. You could have yes. had it start off and then you know have the guys go off careful a bit. Tony Schiavone can scream you know whatever he's going to scream to to hype it up. And then just in between matches, you can go back to, you know, you can have your segment where they're fighting in Urban Meyer's office or the segment where, you know, FTR and Santana and Ortiz are fighting in the bar scene. There was no need to have all that stuff yes, consecutively. The, I think that would have kept it fresh, and it really would have built the anticipation for the end of the night when everybody's back in, you know, the proper arena. 100%. And, and yeah, the the this, this yeah. is
0: exactly why they need to hire you, Seth. That would, like, just hearing you say that, I would have enjoyed the Stadium Stampede so much more because it wasn't as, like, weird, you know, as, like, comedic as last year you know i mean there were some good spots and everything and it was a little bit more brutal you know uh fighting style but i just felt like there were some things i was just like come on like you said like the bar scene i was like what am i watching right now and why am i watching this i just felt like after that amazing triple threat match it just kind of like really slowed the pace down to a point where it was just like you, you had a hard time really staying focused you were just waiting for that end sequence to see what happened
1: and we also, again, we're going to get to the figure talk a little bit later on, but I think we definitely need a chase, like one of 100 figure of old man Tully Blanchard in the jeans oh, and the sleeveless shirt gosh. and the uh, the bandana yeah. tied around his neck like somebody's freaking golden doodle or something. It,
0: it was, oh, I, I could not believe what I was seeing. I don't <laughs> know something. what... <laughs> Who got him dressed, but it was amazing and awful at the same time. But yeah, I mean, again, I get why they did it. You know, they, they wanted to do this, send him home happy. Everybody singing Judas, you know, as the, you know, as the cameras cut and all of that, which was, which was feel good. Right. You
1: still could have got to that. I just, you know, it was a better way you could have gotten to to that moment. Yeah.
0: I definitely didn't feel like it was the main event though. I don't, I mean, I don't feel like that should have been the main event of the, of the show.
1: Well, let's dive into that. Sheena, what was your actual match of the night?
0: I don't know. I mean, it, it was it was tough because there were so many great um, great matches. Like you said, I think the moment of the night was definitely Jungle Boy. I've been a Jungle Boy and, you know, Luchasaurus, Jurassic Express, day one-ish uh, fan over here. So I was really, really happy to see Jungle Boy Jack get his moment and Marco yeah. coming out and giving him the hug and, you know, Luchasaurus coming out and putting him on his shoulders. Like, that was just, like, a, a super special moment. Yeah. Um, as far as overall matches, I think I'm going to go with the triple threat for the championship. I think, um, really you know, it really just showed, you know, we we kind of talked about it last week how you don't really think of Orange Cassidy as a, you know, as an AEW champion contender, right? Um, just because of the way that his, his, his just whole swagger overall. But he showed that he's like, he's worthy of that spot. You know, he did it in his own way. He didn't compromise his his Orange Cassidy ways, but he showed like, what he can do. And then just the combination of him and Kenny and Pac was just awesome.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Marco, how about you? What was your match of the night?
2: Um, <clears throat> I was going to go with the triple threat, but I'll, um, I'll go with the, uh, with the, with the bucks.
0: That was excellent. Um, that was my next choice.
2: Yeah. I'll go, I'll go with that one since you picked that one. Yeah. no that, that definitely there. Um, I, I, you've, if you listen to the show, you know, I'm, I'm, a, big critic of the, uh, the young bucks now is heels. Um, I don't, they're, to me, they're not believable, but <sighs> I um, can't understand to, you, Marco. Well, th- for so, once, I mean, for me,
0: once in our life, I cannot
2: understand you. <laughs> let me explain, but uh, no, not explain that way. But like now I get like, just seeing like how they like, what their characters are like. Now I mm-hmm. get it a little bit more. Um, and I was actually a little bit more entertained watching them against actually, uh, Moxley and, uh, and Eddie Kingston. I think, I mean that might that might to me that might have been like my actual match of the night. That the, obviously yeah. the triple threat match was awesome, but uh, no, that that tag match w- what a way to set off the uh, the pay per view. That kind of like that that got the show rolling exactly.
1: And the entrance all, was just awesome, man. Oh yeah, the yeah. entrance. the the, 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 dri- the drip awesome. suits that they had. And,
0: and yeah. I mean, how awesome was it to finally see Eddie Kingston get his moment to shine in front of a capacity crowd? Like I just feel like yeah. you yeah. know he he's deserved that for a while, and it. He was over like Rover. I mean, they they popped for Eddie Kingston. He, you know, he because he came in during the pandemic era, and he's never really gotten his due in front of nope. a a full capacity crowd. So I thought that yeah. was a really really cool moment for him to have.
2: The other yeah, the other cool thing too about that show is you got to see like we always talk about these these three guys, three these three homegrown guys that kind of like shine throughout the night, which was Jungle Boy, um, Orange Cassidy, and Sammy Guevara. Those are the those are the three guys right there. I think that uh, they're definitely the future of that of that company.
1: Yeah, um,
2: and they and they all they all showed out in in all their mat in all the matches at night. So uh, hats off to all three of them. And I yeah definitely think e- any one of them three. I could definitely see all three of them in in the title picture at some point being the AEW champion or in that or in a program um, heading that way. So.
1: Definitely. I think between those three and then jungle boy and MJF, AEW is just, you know, mm-hmm. the sky's the limit for them over the next yeah, 10 good. years. Yeah. Uh, as a compliment to the show, I actually have a totally different pick. Um, I went back and forth because there were so many good matches, but the match I think really, I enjoyed the most was actually the opener Adam page, um, versus Brian cage. I just yeah. thought that match was that match was awesome, excellent. It was, it was, you know, not, it was like the perfect, you know, length or whatever. And, and I think it was about nine to 10 minutes long. Um, they were just exchanging hard hit moves all the way throughout. You know, you got the tease of the Brian Cage face turn with him kind of refusing the the assistance from Team Taz. And then obviously Hangman went over and he's as over as anybody in AEW right now. So it was awesome seeing him get to kind of bask in the crowd reaction. Also, congrats to Hangman and his wife on the announcement today that they're expecting to have a hang,
0: hang baby. baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But also got to give an honorable mention. I feel like I got lost in the shuffle because it was such an incredible pay per view. Uh, Serena Deep and Rio, yeah, tore I was it down just about to mention that. women's championship match. Honorable I thought they, uh, yeah, I think they definitely outdid uh, Britt Baker and Sheeta mm-hmm. in the actual AW championship match. Like that match was awesome. We it were kind of insane. Yeah, we were still kind of getting settled in from putting the kids down to bed. Sheena was in the kitchen. I'm um, cooking up an amazing, amazing batch of wings. And we were just kind of, like I said, just getting settled in and stuff. So we only kind of had one eye on the match at the start. But by the end of it, all three of us were glued to the TV screen mm-hmm. thinking Rio was about to take the NWA championship. Um, hats off, because that was probably my favorite women's match I've seen in AEW. Yeah. So and speaking
0: of, speaking of Britt Baker, she did end up finally getting her due, and she is the new AEW women's champion. So I'm super excited for her and to see how she elevates the women's division. And, you know, we're going to talk about. Uh, talk about it in a little bit but uh there there's potential for some some women some new women some new blood to come into uh, aew so
2: yeah
0: you know it'll it'll be awesome to see you know like i said where the where the women's division is at this time next year i actually don't have to heal off i was thinking like if they don't let brit baker <laughs> win this i'm gonna have to come in here again and just shred the the aew women's division <laughs> which i don't like to do but thankfully you know they they made the right choice and dr yeah, Britt man. baker is your new women's champion Sadly,
1: between, you know, them presenting the the new belt to her on Dynamite on Friday night and kind of giving that tribute to her year as champ and, you know, her figure got revealed on Saturday and then she had that amazing match on Sunday. I thought Sheeta was more interesting in defeat than she's been at any point in her year long run. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's been definitely the low point for AEW so far, but I think the women are poised to really break out over the rest of this year Mm -hmm. um, and start to live up to what the rest of the of the company is doing. So obviously we all had different picks for match of the night, and it was plenty of great choices. Uh, I think we're gonna have a little bit more slim pickings on this next one, which is a good thing. But Sheena, did you have any big letdown of the night?
0: I mean, I wouldn't say letdown again. I kind of touched on the stadium stampede. I felt like it it was just kind of misplaced. Um, And you know, as you said, they just kind of there. There was a better way to do it with a capacity crowd in the house instead of just having like a complete pre-tape at the beginning and then, you know, just kind of finishing in the, in the ring. Um, I thought it was cool that they finished with Sammy and, um, Sean Spears. And I I, I like that moment, um, especially since Sean Spears had that really lame, cringeworthy moment where he's like sitting in this warehouse full of chairs. Oh (laughs) Oh my God. It was like the most horrible visual. You know,
1: in his mind, he thought, like, this is going to be so cool. This is a moment. Yeah. The chairman is not happening. No, stop trying to make the chairman
0: happen. Yeah. Um, It's not happening. So so sorry, Sean. I just, (laughs) I can't, I can't get behind it. That's
1: your trade off with the wrestling guy dude you got to marry peyton royce but you will forever be <laughs> a jobber to the stars <laughs> yeah like, I I'm think sorry, that was you had your you had your moment with the tin chant like that's as high as it's ever gonna Pete. be like
0: yeah, 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 you peaked. Um, I would say pro- the letdown of the night. I, I don't want to say it was a letdown because the match was was decent. It was fine. Um, but it I, I definitely was least invested in Cody versus a Go Go. Um, you know, we we give Cody a hard time on the show, but I just felt like everything yeah, else was just really yeah, that's true. Mar- okay. <laughs> Marco Marco does not give Cody a hard time. Um, I feel like everything else on the show was just like you know just captivating, and I just felt like it was just just kind of slid in there. It was a palette, a pallet cleanser. You know, it was a great time to just like, you know, take a breath for a moment from all the high flying, hard hitting false finishes and all that kind of stuff. Um, but Cody's gear was repug. The entrance was repug. I just thought it was, you know, it was a little, it was a little, it was a, it was a little Cody. It was a, that so Cody, you know?
1: Yeah. I don't know if you could, if I could classify that as a letdown because I had very low expectations that match coming in and it definitely met those expectations. So I'll leave it at that. Marco, was it anything that didn't quite live up to the hype for you?
0: No, I mean, only thing
2: I want out of that is that Cody figure with that, uh, with that gear, which is,
0: <laughs> I mean, you want Amer- ringside exclusive American dream, Cody Rhodes.
2: Of course. Yeah. It's, I mean, if Jer- Jeremy, if you're listening, uh, yeah, get, make it happen. And please. didn't they,
0: didn't they announce him as father to be, on it, when they were like giving him his ring announcement, they were like, Co- The American Dream, father to be Cody yeah, Rhodes. Yeah. Oh, I was punk. like, Yeah,
2: father of this great nation. That's what I think they meant to say. But <laughs> oh my gosh,
0: um,
1: I'm gonna go ahead and put you guys on the spot. We are still about three months and change away from this. Marco, what is going to be the main event of All Out?
2: Oh my god, um, man. That's that's a, that's a tough one. If so if it Kenny a saws a title, um I'm gonna go Kenny. If you say well, I Jungle,
0: think you're gonna oh, go ahead.
2: Kenny Jungle Boy. That's gonna oh, be the guy, okay. okay. That could be the main event if they if they if he still so has it I'm not sure what's gonna happen in be in between time, but actually that's the next pay per view, right? Is no, that uh, that's
1: booked for not the next episode of Dynamite, but the yeah, one after. Yeah, two weeks from we're, now. We're getting that in two weeks, but there's no reason that, oh. you know, I'm sure Kenny will <laughs> find some slime ball way mm-hmm. out of, uh you know, and retaining retain in that night. And There's no reason we couldn't see the the proper rematch at all out.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to go with uh, Kenny versus Hangman. I think Hangman's <laughs> going to get his, uh, finally get his comeuppance from, you know, his defeat at full gear. I think, uh, he's going to they're going to go head to head at All Out. I think huh. that
1: story it goes further back than Fulger. Think about the first All Out back in mm-hmm. 2019. Yeah. Hangman lo- loses um you know in the his quest to become the first AEW champ. So this is the redemption story 2 years in the making. I think it would make it it'd be awesome. Um yeah, that that's my pick too is Hangman and Kenny at All Out. So hopefully that comes to pass cuz that would be a hell of a way to uh, to close out this Hangman and Kenny Omega story that we've seen play out over the past year and change. All right, so let's go from an awesome show over the weekend to some really kind of sad news uh, that happened. We're recording this on Thursday night, so we're a little over 24 hours since this news came out. Black Wednesday, six more WWE wrestlers were released. Uh, Sheena, just give us some of your thoughts on the the superstars that they got Future Endeavored yesterday.
0: So there was there was a few, and I think the biggest surprise to will Brahm was a big surprise. I'll talk about him in a minute, but I think Alistair just came as the as the biggest shock to me because we had been seeing all these vignettes of him. I don't like something had to happen. Like I feel like this was like like just some sort of like acute thing that happened, then they would just like let him go. Because Yeah, he
1: just went through a full repackage and it was two weeks ago where SmackDown, which is their A show, it closed out with him making his return and taking out Big E.
0: Exactly. Took out Big E, set up Big E for this, you know, feud with Alistair Black, which would have been incredible. And then all of a sudden now he's just, he's just gone. And, you know, clearly you never know if you're getting worked or not, but he acted like, you know, based on his social media that it kind of came out of left field and it was a surprise too. But I just I just don't understand why they would have went through all of that trouble and that his character was getting over. It wasn't like, it or, you know, oh, yeah. I, everything that I saw was like, oh, my God, this is the coolest thing. We were so glad Alistair's back. You know, I mean, we hadn't seen him since October of last year. And all of a sudden he gets this brand new repackage, this brand new character. And then he's gone. I just I don't understand it. I mean, I, I can't make sense of it, but. Alistair Black is incredible. He is going to be a success no matter where he goes. Um, I just feel like out of all the people that got released, he definitely has the most potential to just rise in another company to the very top.
1: Yeah, I. uh, You know, spoiler alert: I'm going to be on the term vocal debate that's coming out this Monday, and we we went in we went into a detailed discussion on these guys. So
0: let's let everybody everybody know who all got released. Marco, do you have the the list in front of you? Who all got released? I got it right here. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, So it's Alistair
1: Black. Braun Strowman, Buddy Murphy, Lana, Ruby Riot, and Santana Garrett. That's okay. the six that got released. So obviously Santana Garrett was mostly just used sparingly on NXT. And she was in, I think she was in both May Young Classics. Um, but the rest of these guys have been all over our TV screens in, in various doses over the past year. Going back to what you said about Aleister Black, the thing that was really weird about it is that he was he was never buried on the main roster, you know. Obviously, he was made a much bigger deal in NXT, but he was consistently winning and in pretty convincing fashion. When he was, uh, you know, when he was used on Raw, it was just mm-hmm. for whatever reason he went months without being on TV. So I think they just can never really figure out what to do with him, uh, Marco. Who are you most surprised to see get dropped?
2: Um, I mean, after Alistair, it definitely has to be Braun mm-hmm. Braun Strowman. Um, I mean, he's kind of been in and out too for the past like. Um, like few months Anyway he hasn't been like Obviously really on TV at all um,
1: and I mean he uh, just had
0: a, He just had a Match at Wrestlemania With Shane You know yeah, yeah. He fought
1: for the world cha- He fought for the world championship At the last pay-per-view Did it Did he Yeah he was in the triple threat With Bobby Lashley Oh yeah, that's well, and, wow. Uh, it's see that, that was totally forgetful. Maybe that's I mean, <laughs> there you go. He's you know, actually I, yeah, he was in two of the most high-profile stories. Of the last I mean, I <laughs> totally even didn't you, even remember he was
2: in you it. You just so. you
0: just made Vince McMahon's point for him. Oh, exactly.
2: Wow. That, that's
1: that's what I mean. Braun Strowman gets buried yeah. by Braun's Ron, last
0: legacy is getting called st- st- stupid by yeah, Shane st- McMahon st- and bringing his fifth-grade report card on Monday Night Raw. So yeah. it, it and they they <laughs> you know attached him to choo choo train sounds. So I just yeah. can't
1: Yeah, he's barely been used on TV the last few months.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, barely used That's in bad. like a good
2: capacity. Essentially, yeah. this is like no, a no, kind of no, like no, a fall think, no, you
1: said a lot right there, Marco. I don't. Yeah, I don't necessarily <laughs> think you were wrong. Like I told you, it's totally forgivable. But yeah, yeah, the fact that you have to be reminded that somebody was fighting for the yeah. champion last month that tells you. Yeah, tells you everything character. you need to
0: know. I just feel like he, you know, it's just surprising because he's just a like a WWE homegrown superstar, you know. And he's just been such a prominent part of the company for so many years. I mean, just think about it. Anytime they have like, you know, celebrity storylines. He was in that storyline with the the freaking SNL guys for WrestleMania. He did the whole Nicholas spot. He was like flipping ambulances. I mean, they've invested a lot. I mean, he did a swamp match, a a cinematic match with um, Bray they've invested a time. lot in Braun. i mean and he's he's had you know of how many action figures has Braun had you know i mean he's like been top picks i mean he's he's the man but yeah yeah I, I yeah, mean, they just cut him loose and the sad thing is you know it's one of those things where you just think back like oh damn you shouldn't be burning bridges remember when he was like talking so much crap about like the indies and the indie stars and stuff and it's just like yeah. yikes where yeah. are you gonna and go I, from here Braun?
2: yeah the other thing too is uh we'll, we'll get into this a little bit after i mean that's Pretty much the next uh, next couple of questions now, but um, Jesse, you, we talk about this all the time. You can have all the talent in the world in ring, um, but you have to have the other thing too. You have to have star power. You have to have, you have to be kind of like attractive, not in a physical form, but attractive in the sense where yeah. um, people grasp grasp towards you. Um, and it's if you t- if you look at that list, can you remember any? crazy awesome promos that any one of them did in the ring. Not, not, not a backstage vignette. Not like a, not anything like that. Like they came out, like commandeered the crowd with their words and also got, you know, the crowd involved with their, with their matches. And I think that's, that's a, that's another thing that they look at. Granted, like I said, the next, the next question down or the one after that is we're going to get into like the, you know, the selling part of it, but just we'll take that part out out of it just like the the sheer fact that these people got released it's you know they have all the talent of the world in ring but you're you're the wwe and the wwe is entertainment and you have to be able to entertain all around like you have to be that full package and not all of them had it
0: yeah i mean so you're
1: saying that you you're saying that you weren't captivated by get these hands
0: over and over and over and over again wash like that i mean wash those hands yeah wash those hands <laughs> yeah he never he never changed he's had that slogan for i mean how many years now you yeah. know i mean think about how how other superstars have evolved and Braun still saying get these hands you know yeah
1: all right so obviously the fun thing to do nowadays it's like the the late 90s with wwf and wcw all over again we immediately want to speculate in fantasy book Mm-hmm. These guys going over to the competition, all elite wrestling. Out of the six people that were released on Wednesday, Sheena, who would you most want to see sign with AEW?
0: I mean, I think Alistair is definitely the uh, the way to go. I just feel like he would be a great fit. Um, you know, he had he has the ability because you know I feel like that AEW crowd, they're kind of like they they put me in the mind of like the NXT crowd. You know, they're like super hardcore. They really help their their. Uh, talents get over and I feel like he would do really well in AEW.
1: So again, like I said, I was on the Turnbull debate and I have some detailed thoughts on this. So I'll leave a little bit of meat on the bone for you guys listen to that on Monday to hear my explanation, but I would love to see Braun Strowman in AEW. I just think I he'd be something that. totally different from anything they have on the roster. And it's especially if you brought him as a, as a heel, you mm-hmm. know, AEW has got that very smarky audience that I think they would be predisposed to booing the hell out of this guy and I think he could be really great as a monster heel down there in Jacksonville. Marco, how about you? Who do you want to be all elite?
2: Oh man, you guys <clears throat> took both both picks already, they're, but still,
0: um, still a really good one. I, I I feel like.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think the go-to is uh, obviously Buddy Murphy, but I'm gonna go with Ruby Riot.
0: That's you yeah, I was gonna yeah, pick Ruby, yeah, pick. yeah Ruby.
2: just to uh, just to just to get some more ladies in the uh, in their division, um, and obviously she's super experienced being an NXT than then in uh, on the main roster as well. I think she could lend a lot definitely to the women's division yeah. in that sense. She's so young.
0: And she's young and she's authentic. I think yep. the cool thing about she's Ruby different. is like yeah, she's different and she really is like who she is. You know, I feel like sometimes like the uh oh my gosh, I can't believe I Jade the jade chick jade cargill jade cargill yeah. i feel like she's like she's trying to be something that she's not you know she's I mean, eva she's, marie
1: she, she's yeah. AWZ eva marie
0: yeah she's like a powerhouse looks amazing she's, a she's got model. she's got the yeah she's a fitness model so she's got all the things that look good on tv but the gimmick just isn't there where she's like you know i'm that bitch or whatever i feel like <laughs> ruby is like authentic to herself and i feel like that really goes yeah. a long way when it comes to getting over on television and really being able to portray your 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 character
1: did you guys see Ruby actually got a shout out from The Rock on her Instagram no post? No way. Yeah. She was kind of wrapping up, you know, her thoughts on her time and experience in WWE, and The Rock uh, left her a comment about, you know, how well he thinks she's going to do. So, wow. not the biggest oh, co you can get in the entire world right around now. Yeah, the I, I love Rob, I agree. Marco, personally, I do like Buddy Murphy. I probably like Buddy yeah. Murphy best out of all these guys actually. Yeah, I thought yeah. he was awesome. awesome. Best kept secret. Yeah, he was awesome with the, you know, the Blake and Murphy factor down at NXT with Alexa. He was awesome as the best kept secret on 205 Live and yeah. obviously we loved him as a tag team champion with Seth Rollins. Also poor two Seth. Of, two man. of
0: Seth's uh, tag team partners got released, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Ron and Buddy gone in the same day. But I feel like there's about nine or ten guys just like him in AEW already, you yeah. know, guys that yeah. kind of quiet, soft spoken, but put on hard hitting matches. I mm-hmm. feel like he'd be like, you know, kind of I feel like he could occupy the same kind of spot like Matt Sydal is right now, like he'd be brought in. As a big guy, just because you know he has a name, but I feel like he would get kind of lost in the shuffle in the mid-card within a few months on AEW right now. So yeah, yeah I think Ruby Riot that would be an awesome player uh down there. And you know, Sarah Logan, she's a free agent right now. Obviously, she's loving her life there in Kentucky. But if she uh you know wanted to get back in the ring, you could get her down there. And there's already rumors that Liv Morgan might be next on the chopping block. Let's bring back the yeah. riot squad down in AEW and let them race some hell down there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so the, a lot of the speculation on these moves because they came out of nowhere, especially the ones with Aleister Black and Braun Strowman. There's thoughts out there that WWE is just trying to get their uh, you know their profit sheet looking right for a potential sell to try to just boost up, make it look as good on paper as possible. Yeah, I think for, I read um, they
0: were they've released seventy people since WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, Yeah, there's obviously, you know, we hear about the in-ring talent, but there's been a lot of shuffling and streamlining um, behind the scenes. You know, people, you know, a job that may have been spread across three or four people before is now being done by one or two people. Consolidating departments, just really getting it. Isn't that that the best
0: feeling? It's like, oh, you know what? We're going to give you all these people's job and probably going to pay you exactly the same. That's always the best thing. Yeah, it's
1: the greatest. Yeah. (laughs) Capitalism at its finest, man. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, they're just really trying to get that profit sheet exactly where they want it to be for a potential sale. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I'm i not a total jabroni when it comes to this. I am a business major. Um, I I don't understand. To me, WWE is such a giant brand. I don't really understand how, you know, a couple of wrestler salaries are really making that much of a difference when you're a worldwide monopoly. I mean, wasn't like this, Braun so-
0: making like $2 million a year?
1: Yeah, yeah, another, but still, yeah. I mean, WWE is just raking in the cash. Like, I, you know, I, they're not a wrestling company anymore. They're just a yeah. content company that puts stuff out for for eyeballs that, you know, translate into dollar signs for advertisers, so... I don't know. To me, I was thinking like maybe their financials aren't in as good a shape as it might seem like on the surface. And and mirrors. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why they're doing some of this stuff. Or maybe they just really want to say, you know what? We've been running this as a family company for forty years, and we're ready to cash out, and we want to maximize. I mean, our mean, what, what
0: better so. way to cement your legacy? You know what I mean? Like then yeah. just go out, go out in a blaze of glory and just be like, you know what? I'm I'm going out as like a you know multi-billionaire and yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah.
1: Nobody could hate on Vince. I mean, he's been working harder than probably any CEO out there, you know, regardless of what you think of the actual final results. I don't think there's any CEOs that are as invested day to day as he is.
0: But do you think, um, you think, do you think in his life, do you think he's really going to give it up? It's, it's really hard for me to believe that he is just going to like, let somebody else just take control of this, that's not yeah. in it the bloodline. Like, yeah. You know, it could yeah. be a,
1: like a setup like UFC where like you know they sell, but even when they sold to new owners, Dana White was still kind of running the day to day operations yeah. of it. So I could see it something like that where yeah. they sell it, but Vince still has you know a solid interest in the in the company and is kept yeah. on as you know Vince, Steph, and Triple H still running the show. Marco, yeah, what are your he... thoughts, man? Is WWE is there a sale uh, imminent in twenty twenty one?
2: I'm not sure if it's going to be in twenty twenty one um but I, yeah i've been saying this for like the past couple of years i probably said on the show too um the back of the archives is that they're definitely looking to sell ever since they uh had that 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 i think it was like maybe last year or the year before uh when they started pitching the idea of selling the network um to mm-hmm. different streaming services and stuff like that um the fox deal um where smackdown is like fox owned smackdown essentially like that's, it's theirs. Yeah. It's their yep. show. They don't promote Raw on on Fox at all. Um, same thing goes for, for USA with Raw. Like, USA technically owns Raw. Yeah, they're so separate,
0: like, separate entities in a sense. Yeah.
2: So you can already see the, the like, kind of selling, like, the properties already. So, like, the network's on Peacock, and you have SmackDown on Fox now. And you have US Raw has USA. So, like, you can see, like, they kind of, like, they got – they got everyone like kind of like divide and conquer. Yeah. yeah, They're like groomed like the fans and anyone that's been watching to, to that, like, Hey, this is, this is a possibility. And Seth just said it like WWE is a brand. It's not, it's not centered around like Hulk Hogan, like one person that's raking in all the cash. It's a bunch of, it's a bunch of talent. That's, that's bringing in money for the, for the company. Um, and, and, a, they, and, they have, they, and they
0: have so many more avenues. I mean, you know, back in the day, like, you know, in yeah. the golden, it was like shows and merch and you know what I mean? Like appearance, like appearances, like that's it. Right. And, and then now, yeah. I mean, they have so many avenues to, to make money and provide content and to give you an experience, you know? So, I mean, who yeah. do you think, who do you think if, you know, your fantasy booking, who is going to just freaking roll up the Brinks truck and hand Vince McMahon a bag, who's it going to be?
2: Oh, it's definitely it's definitely gonna be I think it's gonna be NBC. I said this to you guys before. They already have the, and they already have they already have the move with Peacock. Yeah. Um, they are they already pretty much own WWE's content, like all of it. It's a li- they pretty much sold the library to to uh to NBC already. So it's kinda already like USA set, is so a they-
1: uh, NBC is owned by NBC Universal also. So. Yeah, so
2: it's I mean I mean it's, it's it's kinda like the writings on the wall in that sense. Mm-hmm. And um, the idea like to sell it would be, you know, we talked about the releases and how many talent they release. And I think Seth brought it up. Like it's definitely not salary. Um, I, you know, Vince McMahon, I mean, obviously if you watch WWE, it's sports entertainment. So it's not, he, I don't think right now it's not being treated as a wrestling company like an aew like like or new japan or ring of honor like with a folk the sole focus to be is a reality wrestling. tv show it is yeah it's essentially it's it's it's, it's entertainment it's a tv show essentially so yeah. like you don't need a lot of characters or a cast of characters to be on a tv show um in order to you know keep it going you can have the same recurring characters all the time like it like it show's like true Friends but you're not Seinfeld. you're not the
0: you're not the only you know one in town anymore so it's well, just I mean, like well, you know what i mean like you have to you also have to consider that if you just keep you know feeding people cat food while the other people you know are starting to give people steaks it's like oh well you know what we're gonna go over here we're gonna go over here and eat you know well, this is what i mean
2: that's what i mean they're not uh, they're not treating it at, like it, it's it's never been about like it competing with other wrestling or uh companies it's it's treated as sports entertainment as like a like a show essentially so they they can they can go that route without even worrying about anyone jumping over to AEW or, or watching AEW or any or impact or anything like that there it's, you know, they already have their core audience, WWE, they've been around a lot longer than all of those companies combined essentially. So they're not going to lose any fans. Um, people just, you know, Grow up and grow with the WWE product, and they'll just get used to that. But I think I think the reason why they so have, you're saying like, people what?
0: that are coming up in this generation of watching Raw and SmackDown, they're just going to be like, oh, so this is what wrestling is, right? They don't they don't have, yeah, they don't have a pre existing <sighs> notion of what Shit,
1: you see it in our own house. Look at how yeah. much Brett is into Roman Reigns. You yeah. know what I mean? Or yeah, the I feed. mean, Ro-
0: well, I mean, he does have good taste. Roman Reigns is the best thing in WWE right now. So, but yeah, he, so yeah,
1: Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley. I mean, our yeah. son, our three year old son would. Bobby Lashley's entrance post and mm-hmm. we're as hardcore wrestling fans as it gets. There's nobody from AEW that he knows uh, besides Cody, which, you know, obviously I'm failing him as a parent. Cody's like <laughs> the only AEW wrestler that he recognizes and be like, Hey, there's Cody. Like that's the only one, but you know, he can run down damn near the whole roster on WWE. So yeah, I think it, it they're catering towards kids. I think the problem is that us is hardcore adult wrestling fans that's not who they're marketing to anymore they're marketing to the casual fans and the kids because that's the people that'll tune in every week just because it's wwe the same way that there's you know a hundred million dollars that'll get spent at the box office for anything that's got a marvel uh name on it whether it's you know a a good or bad movie it's the same way wwe is right now the brand is bigger than than you know what the actual critical quality of the product is week to week
2: yeah, and it's not a knock on like AEW or New Japan or anything like that. It's just their WWE is looked at as a entertainment company, not as a wrestling company. So if you go on that route, as i being an entertainment only company, not a wrestling oriented company, like you you mentioned in China, they have a different, they have a bunch of different types of shows, documentaries, all types of different content that's put out there besides
0: yeah.
2: uh, a wrestling pro- organization. And it's it's a, it's a tough thing to like swallow right now. Um, you know yeah well cuz you have you have horrible, this crowd. i mean
0: eventually it's going to people are going to like we said people are going to grow up and they're only going to know this version of WWE and yeah, yeah. eventually we're going to be weeded out you know and it's yeah. just we're we're in this weird place right now where you still have this hardcore audience of like you know 30 40 somethings that are like came WTF. Up in the Attitude
1: era yeah. caught the tail end of the golden era like yeah, yeah. and, and sheen i agree with you 100% the week to week tv is as bad as it's ever been this mm-hmm. is come from oh, a yeah, lifelong wrestling fan the, you know, outside of the Roman verse. And I think Seth and Cesaro has been pretty good. The rest of the storytelling across the two shows has been Awful. Horrible. You know, the pay-per-views yeah. still somehow deliver. It really kind of defies belief how consistently good the WWE pay-per-views are. Uh, because the week to week content on Raw and well, SmackDown I mean, has been yeah, We you just know, saw abisimal. it. I mean
0: they, they built Alistair for weeks and then just chopped his head off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like it was just like bye. <laughs> it was like it was like we, a like I said, like a so TV where does show that, where, yeah, where does that leave Big E? Because, where does that, you know, how are they gonna how are they gonna remedy yeah, that? Yeah,
1: poor Big E's never getting his revenge. Like Alistair yeah. Alistair kicked his ass and got the hell out of town, you know. So yeah. It just again it goes to show you, like Marco said, they're just so big, like yeah. They spent weeks building up Aleister Black, but there's 15 guys that they could get to that level in a couple weeks in NXT right now. You know what I mean? They could pull yeah. the trigger on bringing Adam Cole, carry on cross. You got Finn Balor who could come back at any time. Um, they the, the roster is more talented than it's ever been. So which means that everybody outside of Roman, Seth, and Becky Lynch, and I'll throw Charlotte in there too. Outside of those four, everybody else is replaceable. Like that, you know, at the snap yeah. of a finger, they could have somebody else that does. You know, even if they're not equal to it, they could do ninety percent of what they do. Like think about what a blue chipper Keith Lee is. You know, Um, obviously we don't know what kind of health concerns he has, but anywhere in the world, that guy is a main eventer, one of the best people on the roster. And as bummed as we've been not getting to see him because of whatever reason, they really haven't missed him. You know, they, you know, time marches on in WWE, and there's just always somebody else ready to to step up and fill those spots. And it always will be because regardless of what anybody says, no matter how mage AEW is, there is nothing that is a bigger, like milestone for a wrestler than main eventing a WrestleMania, you know? And that's, it's still going to be that way for a long time.
2: Hey, Jay Z, Jay Z said it on that, uh, on that uninterrupted show that, uh, the bad Bunny it was like bad Bunny, um, LeBron. It's like, it's that show on HBO max that they have where they sit around a barbershop and they just like talk, talk stuff. And, you know, they ask you know, bad Bunny about like wrestling and he, you know, talked about like his, the main event, how he moved there for like three months, and that's all he worked on was wrestling and stuff like that. And and then even Jay Z's like, like bigger than the Super Bowl, WrestleMania. Like it's it's that's a, another, another thing people forget is that WWE is a publicly it's a public company.
0: Yeah. It's not
2: like AEW where they're they're publicly traded. There's there's shareholders as yeah, people They that have are responsibilities in, to other people yeah.
0: outside of so the fans.
2: Like, yeah, I mean, if, if if people get cut, I mean that's that's the nature of the, of their business. Essentially, it sucks for us fans because we've grown attached to all these people and we see them week to week and stuff like that. We have our own personal things that we you know love about everyone, but it, business it's business. It's not anything personal when it comes to that stuff. And you know, it's it's cutthroat essentially. And you know, it, like I said, it does suck, and it's gonna be like it's gonna be a thing where it's a hard pill, pill to swallow now for us. Uh, fans, but the younger yeah. generation is like, eh, whatever. We just see, we just see new people every week anyway. So yeah, you just, you get used to whatever really you're programmed
0: to see, you know? Yeah.
1: It is time for the weekly beverage break. Marco, we'll kick it up to you first. What are you sipping on this week?
2: Oh man, I had to, I had to bring it back. It's a it's an oldie but goodie, the uh, the uh, the broken skull. The broken skull is back. Is back yeah, Hell yeah. It's back. Oh yeah, the Denton household. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's been dream team for the past couple of weeks because um, it's just so damn good that that IPA. But. Nothing been, to we say, finished uh, our
0: last one the other day. We, we Seth and I split it. We were out and hanging out in the yard and he's like, you know, if we're going to split that last dream team. And yeah, we went, we went halfsies on it. I had it already and, uh,
1: poured it. This is how good of a I am. I, I, I had already, I was, so, you know, me, Sheena, and Jordan each had one. There was one left in the fridge and on Sunday afternoon, you know, Sunday fun day, just doing a little weekend wind down. I, uh, I started pouring it out, and, or actually, it was already poured. I <laughs> yeah, it was in your, it was already in, your in pint my glass. pint glass. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, she, uh, Sheena says, "Oh, you're just gonna drink that last Dream Team without saying anything? <laughs> Not so, even? Yeah, yeah. To just, split all, it. just all
0: casual. He wouldn't have even said anything if I hadn't saw the can. He, I would have been like, oh, okay, you know, just gonna yeah, drink just it without me. Jordan.' You should mm-hmm. you're just like, hey, Jordan, Jordan, Jordan drank
2: it, man.' What the it hell? With him. Uh, but yeah, no, I was actually gonna ask you guys how you're gonna split it. Like, if you guys are gonna like get three straws. While he was there, and just sip out of the same can. Nah, or... we we
1: hit it until Jordan left, <laughs> and then a couple hours after he flew out, we uh, we grabbed it.
2: <laughs> oh my! It was like that. It wasn't me commercial with uh with Shaggy and
1: uh, <laughs>
2: yeah yeah. <laughs> but um yeah no it's like it's it's good to be tasting a, a a broken skull IPA and you know they're they're stocked up in the area now so they're
1: not they're not. Hey, let me ask anymore. you something. Do you have do you have the can right there with you?
0: Oh, yeah. Yes, we I some, do. We get some research Take, to do. So,
1: yeah. So we had uh, something just blew my freaking mind. Take a look at the back of the can. Can you tell me where it, your beer was actually brewed at? Mm,
2: let's see.
1: Sheen, you got your can in there right yeah, there. Oh, huh? yeah. 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 So what does v- it say? Yeah.
2: Virginia Beach.
1: Yeah. Isn't new that realms. crazy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so New Realm is one of our. That's actually we're pretty New fond of that. Right? They got a beer yeah. called Devil's Backbone. Uh, we've got some of their their Haze Fest IPA. So that's a local brewery here. Um, I just happened. I was stocking the beer fridge and just happened to it, you know I saw the word Virginia and it, at a corner of my eye, and then I started looking. Yeah, so I, apparently El Segundo to help with the distribution, they basically contracted out the uh awesome. the recipe for. For Broken Skull IPA, and it's getting it's for the. I, I'm assuming this is for basically all the East Coast, which is why the distribution's gotten so much better over the last six months. That beer's coming out of you know me and Sheena's backyard here in uh, the Tidewater area of Virginia. Yeah, so that's awesome. That's pretty cool. So I yeah, that definitely alleviated a lot of my stress because you know, if you guys had noticed on the IG, we had been going for about three weeks. Um, our kids go to these amazing athletes courses. And there just happens to be a total wine, like one block over. And we've been hitting that total wine every week after a class is just buying out all of the broken skull <laughs> yeah, stock. Yeah, we, since
0: we've lived here, the, no place has stocked it. We, we I came across a four pack at Whole Foods just randomly one time and just bought, it was the only one on the shelf and I bought it and they never stocked it again. And uh, yeah, so we had never seen it. And so we were like, oh my God, they're finally stocking. We didn't know when they might just cut it off. But now that we know that they're literally like brewing the shit in our backyard, <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's okay.
1: Awesome. We should be good to go. Yeah. And, yeah. and for anybody that hears this and is kind of like taken aback, like, okay, El Segundo is not even brewing it anymore. I can tell you guys, one, um, New Realm is an excellent brewery. Like all of their individual offerings that we've tried have been really, really good. Mm-hmm. And I know El Segundo, they're really, really picky. They, that's why Broken Skull for so long wasn't available nationwide because yeah. they didn't want to risk cutting any corners on the shipping and people not getting a top-notch experience when they try this excellent, excellent beer. So you could trust oh, it. Yeah. And their thing is I'm, I'm assuming that it had been like that for at least the last few months. And I hadn't noticed any difference. Exactly. The, yeah. actually, and, 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 you know, me and Sheena, we've had uh, broken skull IPA right there from the source in El Segundo. From you the know, teat, we, remember? Yeah. Yeah. We made the pilgrimage there just a couple months after it dropped <laughs> and, and tried it. So, Yeah, you could trust it. And I think it's a good thing. And it's pretty cool that they did that. They definitely tried to kayfabe a little bit because I started Googling once we realized this. And there's like no announcement, no nothing anywhere online about like, hey, you know,
0: now we're brewing in with Virginia New beach. Realm in
1: Virginia, you yeah. know, pr- proudly partnering with New Realm to do this. So they're definitely trying to keep it on the uh, on the low, but you know, at least they throw it on the on the back of the cans, so you still know what you're drinking. But but yeah, we'll uh, we'll get something up on the IG story. Maybe we'll need to go visit the actual New Realm Brewery because we we drive past it quite a lot anytime we're in the Virginia. It makes beach me wonder the if woods. they
0: have it on tap, dude.
1: Yeah. I mean, they should. They're brewing it right there. I don't know why they wouldn't, unless, like we said, they're really trying to kayfabe that, uh, yeah. that where this stuff is coming from. But but either way, yeah, pretty cool. And it's a good thing for anybody on the East Coast, because that means that you're going to have a lot easier time grabbing some Broken Skull IPA off the shelf. Sheena, what are you drinking?
0: I am drinking um, a bougie Belgian pil- Pilsner. Yeah. Good old Stella Artois. You know what I mean? So can't, awesome. can't yeah, can't go wrong with that. It's going down nice and smooth. Um,
1: how are you liking it? Because you hadn't tried Stella before, right? When I have had Stella, Stella, but it's
0: been a very long time. Um, I mean, I, I had never had it out of a can. It actually is in these little like Red Bull style cans. Um, they're like, you know, the little skinny cans. Um, the only way I've ever had Stella is out of a bottle. So yeah, it's good. I'm, I'm yeah, enjoying to me, it. Stella,
1: it's it's like a slightly fancier, slightly fizzier version of Bud Light. That's how I've always kind of took it you know it's just uh still pretty it doesn't basic have, beer, like, but it's to pretty me good.
0: bud light has like a bitter flavor to it and i feel like stella is very very smooth like it doesn't have that just kind of like i don't know like dirty taste to <laughs> it. i don't know
1: wow shout out to the bud light fans out there
0: <laughs> sorry
1: so i'm drinking a mango goes called it's electric this is from solace brewing company again here in virginia it's a good thing about being in virginia really awesome craft uh craft beer scene here but this, yeah it's just a go style sour ale with mango you guys know we're all into the sours and the goes here over the last couple months we actually mm-hmm. tried an old bay goes over the weekend jordan grabbed it as a it was kind of good a i, it. I it was really liked it good though so if mm-hmm. you guys get a chance i think dead rise is the name of the brewery yeah and it's just the old bay goes is the name of the beer so so check it out if you're somewhere on the east coast and can get your hands on that some of the other big news from wrestling last week. I, I feel like this news kind of already came and went, but we can still still speculate in fantasy book. There's talks of WWE and new Japan uh, entering into a working relationship. I'm extremely skeptical. Marco, what Same. do you think? Is this actually going to happen?
2: Um, yeah, that, just, just like based on what you said, it kind of like came and went, um, it mainly, I mean, obviously it could have did that because, you know, it, it, it may happen. and People want to like, kind of like, Keep it hush hush, but yeah, I'm kind of skeptical on it too. It'd be it'd be really awesome, and I know like a while, maybe a few years back, I know Triple H uh, spoke about uh, opening up a uh, NXT Japan, kind of like that. How they have an NXT UK, um, so maybe this is kind of like a like an upgrade from what he was talking about, essentially, um, or maybe it may still be happening, and they're looking to get some you know new Japan uh, guys in, into the NXT uh, UK when it does open. So. Um, it'd be awesome. I mean, I'd be super, super thrilled because there's tons, tons and tons of uh, dream matches to be had. Um, if they do open that forbidden door, um, with, so it seemed like uh, the New story Japan.
1: broke and people were were really running wild with speculation. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was yesterday or the day before that I saw it actually come out that a lot of this was based off of WWE reaching out and seeing if New Japan would be open to allowing Daniel Bryan to work a few shows with them. So I think this yeah. was kind of just something that got brought up as a way yeah. to... To get Daniel Bryan to resign, and I'm thinking that somebody got a little kernel of this information and just ran wild with it. Either way, it's that, still yeah. really fun to think about. Uh, Sheena, what would be one of your dream matches? If oh, new you Japan know me—I'm
0: the new biggest um, New Japan, New Japan, <laughs> Japan mark out there. Um,
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. There's one. You got to There's one. There's a. There's a. There's a Twitter feud that definitely has to be. Uh, has to be taken well, care. of. you know of. me.
0: I'm, I I rarely frequent the uh the twi- oh. the Twitter machine. So you're gonna have to help he's me out on that one. Who's who's, about, who's, what, what, who's, what, what, who's beefing on Twitter? Oh man! Well, out he's back in. it
2: was the uh it was it was who's the best wrestler in the world out of Seth? Rollins oh, Seth Rollins and Will, and Will Ospreay? Ospreay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, that would be a badass match. Yeah. That would be bad. That would. De- I mean, Will he can in, get back healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome.
2: Um, that definitely Okada, John Cena. I would assume or okada roman reigns i want to see
1: okada roman reigns i'm already yeah. i've already got the the you know i put, I put my pat patterson hat on I already got the uh the finished book. man okada goes for that rainmaker clothesline and roman reverses it into the superman punch hits the spear pins okada and lets the smark hate just rain down on <laughs> oh, him, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> can
0: you can you imagine Oof. oh my gosh I don't know. I, I just don't see this being the case. I can't imagine WWE just shining a light, especially at this stage of the game where like there are potential talks of them selling it. I can't see them like shining a light on other promotions. Um, and, you know, to be completely honest, I don't feel like Vince has been the best at showcasing Japanese talent in WWE, um, you know, over, over the years. I feel like, you know, you didn't I mean, like Jimmy Wayne Yang. I mean, you know, that's, that's, uh, I mean, Jimmy Wang Yang is, (laughs) I don't, I don't know how to feel about that character. He he kind of gives me, he kind of gives me conflicting, uh, feels, but, um, like Asuka and Shinsuke, I mean, yeah, they've had title reigns and all that, but you, you've seen they just kind of like,
2: I mean, to to Jerry's pretty over back, back in the Attitude Era. Japanese buds, Yoga Yokozuna, oh,
1: I mean. Main event at two WrestleManias. It's not even Japanese. He was kayfabe Japanese.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let's move on to NXT this week. Not a whole lot to, to discuss, but we do have a very interesting main event lined up for In Your House. It's going to be a five way. Yeah, that's right. A five way for the yeah. NXT Championship. Oh boy. We got Carrion Cross, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Finn Balor, and Pete dunn Sheena, who has the best chance of taking the belt from Carrion Cross?
0: I'm going to have to go with my man, the bruiserweight, Pete Dunne. I just feel like he's – the other guys just really – I mean, maybe Kyle O'Reilly. I just feel like Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole don't have anything to gain by taking down Karrion Cross. whereas Kyle O'Reilly and um, Pete Dunne, really, I mean, that would just give huh. them their moment. You know what I mean? I mean? Any of these guys could win. I mean, this is going to be an insane match, but – I'm going with uh, I'm going with the underdogs of this match. I'm going with Kyle O'Reilly or Pete Dunn, for mostly Pete Dunn.
1: Yeah, I can't really see any of these guys. I think the the most the most likely taking the belt off cross at this point would be the dreaded uh, vacant. You know, he got hurt in his first title defense actually he got hurt when he won the title against yeah. Keith Lee. yeah um you know, Tomaso Champa had to had lost the belt to vacant back in two thousand and nineteen. so it's been yeah. it's been a little bit since we've seen it. We know cross has got a little bit of an injury history. I don't see any of these four guys beating cross right now. he's so well, strong, yeah I mean
0: if you if you maybe pick you yeah I'm picking those guys. I don't think that he's gonna lose the belt. I think he's gonna retain for sure. but if so, I had to uh, say somebody that I want to see if I'm booking it in my my own universe, I'm gonna go with uh Pete Dunn
2: I mean. Uh, after that promo that Adam Cole cut, I mean, I'm going with Adam Cole on that uh on him taking the title off a cross. I'm not sure if you guys uh Yeah, it was pretty harsh,
1: it? man. He was saying some real shit to him. Like he was basically okay, he was shooting. He was, he was shooting. the voice of the Smarks, man, talking about how this dude's just, you know, overblown muscle head, like all presentation. Scarlett's the real star, it's not him. Like and he, he yeah. wasn't
2: I wrong. Mean,
0: where's he was the saying, lie? Where's you know, the he lie? Was saying, yeah,
2: <laughs> no, he was he was saying like, you know, you know, you know, you could do whatever you could do in the ring, but everyone knows that you can't do what I do in the ring, and it's true. Like, Adam think Cole of all the Adam man. Cole matches that he's had in NXT, and even even in ROH, and even before that in the Indies. Like, I mean, Adam
0: Cole is the man. Adam,
2: yeah, he's. I mean, it'd be. I mean, obviously he's smaller than Karrion Cross. So you're like, oh, this guy can't beat Karrion Cross. But I mean, he's it's he's, a he's, way, he's a he doesn't got to beat Kerry
1: Cross. He's just got to beat one of them. true I agree I think I think to me I put uh I put Adam Cole as the number two performer in NXT beside behind Finn Balor I still think Finn's the the best wrestler they have down there and one of the best in the world right now but but yeah Adam Cole was yeah he was spitting facts at Carrion Cross and it's interesting to see if I don't know if this was like the start of a face turn or what because he was definitely it seemed like the fans were kind of agreeing with what Carrion Cross was saying I don't know if they're they they've been kind of having Cross go in this tweener, um uh, this tweener role where he's been going back and forth. So I don't know I don't really know what he's what the desired fan reaction is for him right now. If they want him to be getting booed. If that's the case though, they need to lean into the stuff Adam Cole was saying on Tuesday night.
0: Yeah, I can't see him. I, I, he does not have a babyface gimmick at all. No. He needs to he needs to lean into the heel the heel aspect of this so they need to book him as a heel because the whole entrance and the scarlet and all that stuff is not gonna work if he's a baby face. Yeah.
2: Drop by and visit the Turnbuckle Tavern, where every Thursday we give you the most in-depth analysis of all things AEW, as well as dive into Impact Wrestling, NWA, and all things indie. If you like heated debates, compelling interviews, and a shot of nostalgia, you'll love the Turnbuckle Tavern. Available on Apple and Spotify. Drink it in. It always goes down smooth. Here comes the money. Here
1: we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. money. Money, money, Go figures, where we cover the latest and greatest in the world of wrestling figures and talk about what we've each added to our own personal collections. Reminder, this segment is brought to you by our good friends at Ringside Collectibles, the number one worldwide retailer in wrestling figures use code chick foley to save 10 percent on all your orders at ringside and here we go all right before we get into the week in wrestling figure news I want to remind you guys to check out the has book on instagram he still has a few copies left to go we got ours a couple days ago and this thing is in incredible man it's uh like i said it's the definitive book we've gotten on the hasbro collection it's so nice the print quality is great the pages are nice and glossy pictures are bright and crisp like i i really kind of i've had to restrain myself from really digging into it i've (laughs) kind of just been thumbing through it sampling it because i want to i want to wait till the night where you know we got all the housework done kids are in bed uh you know i can pour me a nice maker's mark and coke and really just sit down and deep dive on this thing and read about the history of this beloved, beloved wrestling line. So again, that's the Has book. I encourage you guys to go hit them up, because these things are going to be gone soon, and as of right now, there's not going to be any reprint. You know, maybe we can talk about doing a hard copy version down the line, but for now, uh, you know, what's there is there, and that's going to be it. And you're going to be missing out if you don't get your chance to to get your hands on this. Um, Marco, take us away with figure news.
2: Yeah, I can't. I can't wait to get mine. <laughs> I'm gonna. Know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I probably won't even open it because definitely <laughs> want <to see. laughs> You're gonna keep it, it, MOC? You keep it moc. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it moc because I think I think once you crack it open and start looking at all those figures, you're gonna want to do a deep dive on eBay and see what the the oh, what yeah. the uh, what the market's looking like right now <laughs> with Hasbro. So, but yeah, no, definitely, I definitely can't wait to to get that. If you if you uh, definitely get the LJN book too, because um, they are running the uh, that uh, probably you can buy and both Gimpo. of them. The That's LJN. Right. Yeah, so definitely do that if you don't know the LJN book, because that book is awesome as well. Um so I guess we're diving into the uh fanfest reveals first. Oh yes. yes uh, do man, you want to run awesome. run down the whole the whole line or
0: I think we just you, maybe t- maybe talk this? about maybe talk about the highlights, um what we're most excited for. So I'll maybe, let you, yeah, I'll maybe, let you the, go ahead. Maybe so.
1: the new uh maybe the, the new like first time in the line guys. All right, so
2: actually, so we'll start off because they kind of started off with this when they uh, announced the first reveals. It was the uh, AEW wrestling buddies, um, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. So you have uh, Darby Allin, Cody Rhodes, of course, uh, Kenny Omega, <laughs> obviously, and and probably the most sought after wrestling buddy I think out of this line, Luchasaurus. One hundred percent. He'll be the top seller. Yeah. Instant uh, cop. So, yeah, so uh, what do you guys? What was your reaction when you, you seeing that they're coming out with wrestling buddies?
0: So I was super stoked when they when I heard they were coming out with wrestling buddies. Um, I was a little surprised to see that they were kind of more like the the bleacher creature st- size wise, like they're like the smaller wrestling buddies. Um, still yeah. gonna get them. I mean, the baby face is gonna love these things. I mean, he's gonna you know he he will love having these things. But it um, looks like a Cody. Yeah, it looks like a Cody. Um, <laughs> especially, like I said, Luchasaurus. He's just going to love Luchasaurus. And, I mean, Darby. He knows Darby, too. Don't, yeah, don't, he does sh- know Darby Allen. Yeah, don't yeah. sure. Sh- he That's Darby Allen. Um, but, and yeah. If they get a
1: sting, he's going to lose his mind. He loves Sting, man. He, yeah. Uh, we had a meltdown the other day because he was wanting to wear his, uh, his sting shirt and it was his dirty. Sting shirt. Oh, yeah.
0: Geez. He, um, so I wish I'm really, really sad that they went away from like the um it was Jax, right? Didn't Jax yeah, make the Jax last set of
1: made that that the Finn, the AJ and the Hardy Boys, which yeah, were the closest the, thing yeah. we've ever gotten to the OGs.
0: Those were amazing. And I actually really loved the material on those. It was a little bit more stretchy than like the, you know, standard, like whatever the cotton or whatever it is that that makes up the the original wrestling buddies. They're like perfect. They're lightweight, they're super durable. So I was hoping to get something more of that style. Um I would like I said, these are more of kind of like that, you know, play. Style like bleacher creature, but still cool,
2: yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so we'll go through the uh unrivaled series and then we'll hit the unmatched uh because the unmatched pretty much has like all mostly all new people, so yeah, unrivaled series seven. Uh, we'll just hit up the new people that are uh that are in the line. So we have Lance Archer, awesome. Nyla Rose, yep, um, Dax Harwood, and Cash Wheeler. Obviously, we've had these guys in the Vitell line, but um. Obviously, they're in first this line now. So, first time in
0: unrivaled.
2: Yeah. So, um, what do you guys thoughts on Unrivaled uh, series seven? Um, who's your favorite out of this?
0: Super stoked! I'm I'm hyped to get um the murder hawk. You know, it's funny because <sighs> we the last week on the show we talked about so many. We were kind of fantasy booking what we wanted to see at Fan Fest, and so many of the ones that we talked about came to fruition. So it was it was wonderful yeah. to see um how many figures that we got. But yeah, definitely. Lance Archer, he's he's just toyetic. He deserves to be in action figure form, and I'm excited to to get that.
1: 100%. Yeah, Seth. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, same. Lance Archer, he's been one I've been wanting for a while. It's, I think we should have had him already. Maybe mm-hmm. instead of the eighth Cody figure, we could have got Lance Archer. But yeah, better late than better late than never.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think the I think the coolest one out of this too is uh, Nyla Rose. Um, yeah, that looks that,
0: that, awesome. that's
2: actually that's awesome. Yeah, she she was pretty excited uh, on Twitter. Uh, pretty much anyone that that had her figure revealed um, over the weekend they all posted about it um on their on their twitter account and it's that's pretty something, awesome yeah seeing. that's
0: something really cool that a e w you know they're still so small and like such a small like company that I feel like it it really means a lot to these people to get these figures. Like you never see like Seth Rollins like tweeting like, "Oh yeah, I got a new freaking fan takeover, yeah. <laughs> fan takeover figure." Oh, I'm I'm the new WWE top picks. You know what I mean? Like it never happens. So it's it's cool to see these people be like super into their you know their action figures and their merch and stuff.
2: Yeah. Um, so we'll move on to uh, uh, AEW Unrivaled Series Eight, um, and like I said, I'll just pick out the the uh, the new one line. So Trent. So Trenty Locks mm-hmm. is a uh, Series Eight. Uh, Chris I can Statlander. Replace
1: my, uh, I can finally replace my basic Trent Beretta figure from uh, the Mattel line. Ah, uh, know. awesome!
2: You pretty much, yeah, you get, pretty much got the best friends. You have it's pretty much all the best friends in yeah, this it line. Is. So, so you get uh Chris Statlander as well, uh, Chuck Taylor as well as Orange Cassidy too. Another one still uh, no
1: do. I, I wonder what we're gonna get on with the new Orange Cassidy. Cause he really has the same look every single time.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of curious. Maybe as well. they
1: maybe they've come up with a different way to do the uh, like the the mechanics with the the hands in the pockets. Maybe we'll oh, get maybe. one just without that. I, I'd be cool to get one with just a regular straight molded jeans. I thought that was cool as a gimmick, but I don't know. I don't know how well that figure is going to age, especially with that kind of soft rubber. I worry about that rubber deteriorating over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
2: who's your uh, Who's your picks out of the uh, Unrivaled Series Eight? Who are you looking forward to?
1: So I'm going to just speak this into existence that the chase figure is going to be Sue. And then yeah. we get Sue's van is like a ringside. <laughs> so, yeah, even though that wasn't revealed, I know, Jeremy, I know you listen to the show, man. I know you're cooking it up for us and it's going to be awesome. So, yeah, let's uh, that, I'm thinking that the chase one of 150 Sue figure that's going to be coming out. Yeah,
0: with br- with breakaway like graffiti panels for the van. You know. <laughs> I, think, I think you awesome, should be yeah actually. I think you should be able to have the van in it intact and then you know completely destroyed like breakaway panels
2: yeah no, I, I think that's gonna yeah it's gonna be uh I think it's gonna be a ringside exclusive um that's gonna happen I don't, yeah, I don't maybe, think it's gonna be in line I think it's gonna be um that would be know, so amazing separate,
0: if that actually happens um, but yeah,
2: maybe we maybe it'll be a four pack with the best friends and and uh proud and powerful because they there had that uh, that whole match and everything mm-hmm. like that so it'll be pretty like a whole set would be pretty awesome. Um so we'll go into the uh the much talked about uh new line that they that they been speaking about so the un- AEW Unmatched series. Um,
0: yeah. We're getting some, you know, some bangers in this, dude.
2: Yeah, so the Unmatched series 1, I mean I mean we've had some of these figures before but like I said we'll go over the ones that weren't that weren't in the first line. So you have Britt Baker yep. finally. Awesome. finally. figure long uh, overdue. She's and
0: the, the chase. Yeah, she's the chase the, for uh, that with the coat. with the coat.
2: Yeah. Yeah. With well, the coat and the um, and the Pittsburgh Steelers um, gear. Did you see that the paint? Yeah, they actually released. And so if you go on a uh, uh, ringside, they actually uh, released some pictures of uh, of the unmatched series one, and you can see like Marrow's figure and all that stuff. So oh, the nice. Britt Baker, yeah, the Britt Baker Chase is actually uh, the Pittsburgh-inspired, Pittsburgh inspired pittsburgh sales inspired gear. So it's red and yellow, cool, with the uh, with the logo and everything like that. So it's pretty awesome. Um, you have marrow. Marrow Day is a part of the Unmatched Series One. Um, the Darby Allen might beat that Chase. Darby Allen, did you see that? That the, uh, Darby
0: uh, the, Allen is sick with like the Tree of Life yeah, or whatever, yeah. like on there the paint. It might top. be
2: better than the <laughs> yeah than the actual Chase figure that's out there. Um And we'll go. With, we'll, we'll skip over Destin and Kenny, and we'll go right to the uh, to the new. And I'm not sure how they're going to do this. So in this line, there's going to be an LJN made by actually LJN, like they partnered yeah. with LJN, and it's going to be Cody Rhodes. Shocker. Um, <laughs> Cody Rhodes LGN. can't wait super excited about that that's you would not even have to ask me that's my favorite out of this out of the unmatched series one that's what do you guys be looking forward to? I'm definitely looking Cody. forward
0: not yeah, not the L J and Cody. <laughs> um, I am curious to see if the if it is like, you know, the full on like L J N style rubber, if it's gonna be more of like, you know, San Francisco Toy Makers or like the more when the when Chalk line did the bucks with the um you know the L J N re release and it was more of like a yeah. hard statue plastic. Yeah, but
1: those are definitely San Francisco style. So Yeah. Maybe yeah. they've learned though. That was their first release. I I don't know. We'll have to reach out to our friends at Chalkline. I don't know if Chalkline sold the LJN trademark to somebody or not. Um, because yeah, Chalkline would definitely owned it, and I know they had some plans on bringing it back. Uh, kind of full. Yeah, time, they had
0: like so. some merch and stuff. I think they did like a jacket and everything for the LJM. But
1: yeah, but that might get a little sticky because we know Chalkline's you know deep in bed with WWE. So yeah, true. I don't know. Interesting. we'll yeah. we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll dive into this one, and we'll get back to you guys with an update for next week's show. It's what we call a tease yeah. here in the industry.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, so we'll go to Unmatched Series Two. Uh, we'll go with the uh, with the do. There's actually there's three do in this one. So you have Tay Conti, uh, Wardlow, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, that's so very what that cool. Looks like? um, and it looks like it's a Legends line that they're throwing in there. With uh, it's called Luminaries.
1: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. different style packaging. So
2: we're, yeah, so we get a Sting a Sting a uh, figure. Um, I'm excited about this one. That's that's probably my favorite one out of out all. I'm curious to see what what a uh, Jazzwares version of Sting looks like.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, he I'm he really like pumped for that. I, I've been I like Sting's look since he's been back with the t shirt. So I'm hoping we get the look um, that he had for the the cinematic match against uh, against Brian Cage and Ricky Stars with awesome. the the you know, you could do the painted on the long black sleeves underneath and then throw the cloth t-shirt over the top. I think that would be a pretty dope look and something a little bit different from what we got. Because Mattel, even though, you know, they didn't necessarily get every single look of Sting that we wanted to. I thought Mattel did a pretty damn good job on the Sting figures, especially with the crow look. So hopefully we get something a little bit unique. Um, Sting's one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. So without a shadow of a doubt, I'm most excited to see Sting. And I'm really pumped that the fact that they've created a whole different branding for his figure lets me know that we're this is going to be a one-off, you know. So give me, give me some AW Jake figures. Let's get Taz out there. We haven't had Taz in Mattel's line yep. at all, so he's much needed. Let's get an Arn Anderson figure. Uh, you know, the sky's the limit with what totally. they can do with this. But did you yeah, see? Totally. You saw
0: the pictures of the Sting figure right so to-
1: yeah but i wasn't sure it wasn't clear to me if that was like molded on whatever like the t-shirt underneath the the oh, trench coat okay. or whatever yeah gotcha. so i'm hoping yeah. i'm hoping for soft goods trench coat cloth t-shirt and then painted on sleeves on the arms that that's my uh my dream figure again jeremy if you're taking notes just you know you don't you don't have to yeah. pay me for that idea <laughs> on the design I, just make it happen man
2: yeah i'm hoping the side luminaries line gives you gives them like the the ability to do like, I uh, like, like, kind of like the odd figures, like do like a Tony Schiavone, um, a Jim yeah. Ross, Excalibur would be pretty cool. The fact that cool. we haven't
0: got Tony yet is criminal. We need, a yeah. Tony. yeah, we need a Tony.
1: He, I think he, I'd have to give it some thought. I think Tony is my most wanted AEW figure right now, though. Yeah. Tony Schiavone is a man. Yeah. And we but got Britt Baker. So him.
0: now we, we naturally need Tony, you know, well, yeah. to go along. Yeah.
2: They're the, they're the, real, they're the best friends. They're yeah. The they're real the
0: real, but they're the real best friends <laughs> of AEW. <laughs> um so uh
2: so we're gonna move on to this is the uh actually not the last announcement but the last of the unmatched series unmatched series three which i predicted gonna... last week
0: yeah
2: um sort of i kind of like <laughs> do it into existence um a full line of dark order um which is what we got we had a full the whole series three of unmatched is all dark order yeah it's awesome people which is awesome so Stu grayson evil uno uh Brody lee which is awesome
0: and there's uh, John a,
2: Silver and Anna J. and there's a um, TBA
0: for this um, for this line as well. Well, yeah. So there's
2: a TBA, but then they also announced that Darby Allen LJN um, will be in this unmatched series three. Bummer. Line. I was so thinking I think in my a, in my
0: mind, I was fantasy booking that we would get a negative one action figure. I thought oh, that, that would just be, be like cool. the perfect rounding out of that, of that set, you know? Cause then
1: if we got him, you could get uh you could get two of them and finally make the custom Nicholas to go with, uh, with Braun Strowman. <laughs> 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 I never got my Nicholas figure that I wanted. I know. Oh man.
2: Uh, but yeah, no, it's, I, I was, when I see that, I was like, I was like, holy crap. I said that on the show that they should do a whole, a whole series of dark order.
0: Yeah. Um, it makes Denver, sense. You know, they
2: did it, which is, I mean, very, they, I mean, you know, that's pretty awesome that they would do do something like that. Like, they should, I mean, like, Mattel should do, like, a whole, like, NWO line and have, like, a whole bunch of
1: NWO. Ugh, I think we, we, we awesome. talked about this before. About like Bagwell, Scott Norton.
2: Oh, man, tons. Yeah, everyone. Who else? Uh, yeah, Kevin stain. Nash. Million Dollar Man. Everyone in there. Just Virgil. Just do a whole <laughs> line of uh, NWO. Guys. But, uh, the... Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what the kids are clamoring for. <laughs> yeah,
2: nice. oh, I can't. Yeah, Virgil. I can't. Im-
0: I can't imagine that those Virgil figures are going to last long <laughs> on the pegs.
2: Hey, <laughs> you never know. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, 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 I mean, I'm excited for all these figures and the like, because they're all pretty much first time in line. So
0: yeah, I mean. What about what about Ref Aubrey? We're finally getting a an actual. Yeah,
1: that's my most excited figure for everything that got revealed. I don't know why. I just I can't wait to get that. You know. Yeah,
2: friend
0: friend of the show, Ref. Oh um, yeah, that's right. New friend, new friend of the show.
2: (laughs) (laughs) New friend of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I posted the I posted the on Twitter the 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 picture of her with her figure and stuff like that, and she actually liked and retweeted it. So. Yeah, so she's now a friend of the Officially show. Officially, yeah, friend of the show. Yeah, but was, I'm super excited. She's actually coming with a, with the scale ring too, as well. Yeah, um, it's a ringside exclusive, which is even better. That gives it more value. That's cool. So, I mean, I mean, I'm, I, 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 you definitely have the uh, now you have a referee to referee all your uh, your uh, fantasy yeah. matches and stuff like that. So.
1: Yeah, referee figures have just been so few and far between throughout the years. I think I think the Jax BCA generic ref that they gave us was still the best one we ever had. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a big year now with Zombie Sailor releasing that Earl Hebner and then Wars releasing this. Aubrey and we're getting figure. Girl Hebner, yeah, yeah Earl Girl and Hebner. Girl Hebner. In the yeah, same they actually year.
2: have a yeah. So if you go on Ringside, there's there's actually uh, photos of of uh, well Rankside on Twitter. Yeah, they actually see photos of the uh, herd figure as well. Like, the actual figure. Yeah, she has, there's a picture of her,
0: yeah, with it. um, It's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, um, it has, I like how it has an extra set of hands with the two. Yeah. Like, the two. Very cool. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Um, One that got kind of, like, glossed over was the uh, Amazon exclusive Chris Jericho. It looks like with the pink suit jacket. Did you guys see that?
1: Yeah, it's a pretty cool figure. I don't know if I'm going to go out of my way to get it, but if it's, uh, you know, Amazon exclusives have typically been pretty easy to get, so... If that's the case, maybe I'll go ahead and grab it and, you know, maybe it'll be worth something someday, but I wasn't super stoked on it.
2: Yeah. I think that was, like I guess it was kind of like glossed over in that sense, but yeah, that rounds out the, uh, AEW fan fest. That was all that was a lot. And we yeah. still have some, uh, so some, some other figure news to go through yeah, as well. And we didn't even um, cover
0: all of the fan reveals like that. We only like scratched the surface, you know, we didn't even cover most of the people that had already had figures. And there's, there's some great figures that are coming out that are, you know, characters that we've seen before so yeah definitely go to you can go to a at AEW unrivaled on instagram and check out yep. all the all the figure reveals and then you'll know, see, see it in its entirety
2: you'll see everything mm-hmm. um so we'll kind of like speed around through this one so so actually follower of the chick foley show um uh twitter account adam bomb oh um, i'm sure that I told you guys that Oh or, nice. But he actually follows our uh uh Twitter account. He's actually coming out with a figure with cello toys. So he's also getting a uh Adam Bomb Cello Toys retro figure coming soon. Um he actually posted about it. Stuff like that. It looks yeah, pretty that's I mean
1: cool.
2: I was a I was a Adam I can't lie, I was an Adam Bomb fan when we when was around, so I mean he looked cool.
1: Yeah, he should have been he should have been used so much more. He had a great look he was yep. awesome in the ring. Like, I don't know. I don't know why Adam Bomb didn't connect. He seemed like he would be right up Vince McMahon's alley. So maybe he had stuff going on behind the scenes. He, I was very excited. He Adam to Bombed. See. Wow. <laughs> I was uh I was very excited to see this figure because it's gonna save me a lot of money. I'm down we'll we'll get to it in weekly purchases, but I'm down to just the green cards left for Hasbro's. Oh, and obviously geez. Adam Bomb is one of those. So Chella, if you're listening. <laughs> Go ahead and crank out everybody. Let's get the smoking <laughs> guns. Let's get Marco's buddy, one, two, three, kid. Yeah, let's just let's just go ahead
0: and flood the market. Just redo and kill, the whole... Let's yeah, let's kill the resale value yeah. of all of those Hasbro's. You man. already
1: got Adam Bomb. Grab Evil Crush. Mm-hmm. You know you can have your Chronic set from late era WCW. And wow. uh, oh, and yeah. and then, and then yeah, go crack. ahead and get uh yeah get Ludwig Borga as well. Let's do the whole green cards and save me some money because I'm not above getting Chella's version of them and calling it a day for, for my Hasbro collection. Yeah. <laughs> oh my keep God. that money,
0: keep that money in the bank.
2: Um, so I actually, I forgot to add the, this, they kind of came up with this later in the day, but, um, so final packaging designs, I should say designs for the, uh, heels and faces line. So they had Sabu.
0: Yeah. Um, I saw that. They posted
2: that one as well as Matt Cardona. Did you see that one? Yeah. As well? I saw
0: it in their Facebook group today. Yeah.
2: Um, I think it looks pretty awesome. I can't, I can i mean the anticipation is growing for this uh for this line um just seeing them all together like the the, the kind of like the ad that zombie sailor had set up with all the with the figures all together
1: mm-hmm.
2: um it's it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty amazing it's gonna be, it's gonna be a special uh a special a special day with that uh with those pre orders drop i think
1: yeah he said he's expecting that they don't have a one hundred percent accurate number but he's expecting around two thousand of each figure being made so 10. These aren't going to be crazy limited, but it's not going to be a whole lot of these to go around. So if you want them, don't waste any time. Go and get these yeah. things pre-ordered when they drop, and because yeah. they're they're putting so much TLC into the line, I have I have very very high confidence that these things are going to deliver and they're going to be awesome.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. And um, speaking speaking of which, a new a new signee to the heels and faces line, uh, Paul Roma is uh is now a part of the uh heels and faces line it we gotta be- get
1: hercules man we need power and glory yeah. we can't have just glory man we gotta have hercules also so hopefully yeah, on that as well
2: yeah he uh he did you see the uh promo video that he made i did i did yeah, yeah, it's it pretty, pretty
1: goofy awesome. <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah it was goofy in an awesome way I enjoyed
2: it. uh but yeah he's just yeah that, like like you said all all these anyone that's doing retro figures just just remake everyone we just yeah. Help help us out the people that want to jump into the Hasbro's, just you know, you know pocket, pockets are pretty thin. And yeah. we need help. So uh, if if you would just if you will if you will, will.
0: If oh, you will just, me uh, Marco,
2: <laughs> just make them all. just yeah. from series one all the way till got
0: gotta, gotta make them all.
2: Yeah, even even do the even do the Mattel retros, do those as well. <laughs> <laughs> if you need to, because those are those are climbing up.
0: No, there was there would definitely not be a cease and assist issue
2: for those. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, but yeah, so we'll continue on with the. Uh, I'll skip down a little bit, and uh, the, so the pre-orders are, are announced for June seventeenth on Zombiesailor.com. dot com, and they actually um, he made a post to actually revamp the website a little bit, and you can actually sign up for um, you know alerts when it does when it does drop and stuff like that. So drop in your email and you'll get an alert yeah uh, yeah so yeah definitely this is like I said it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a special day it's gonna be something big I can already feel it with these uh with this line as well so there's a lot of a lot of positive feedback from what I've seen on social media about these so it's looking good especially the sp- the final like the paint jobs and stuff like that and you know just seeing sabu and uh it's, it's, they look sick yeah they're gonna be they're gonna be good uh we haven't talked about these in a while the Foco uh bobbleheads i kind of like dropped off of these for a little bit so they have a ray Mysterio um foco uh limited bobblehead yeah 144 Uh, yeah it's just an
0: odd number like they're gonna have 144 dozen dozen
2: yeah a dozen true uh 50 bucks you can pre-order now um It looks pretty cool. Uh, yeah. did you guys have to take a look at it. Yeah, he's yeah, flying these to all the Awesome. There's yeah. some
1: serious craftsmanship going on with these. Uh, if any of our Foley fam has purchased these, hit us up, man. Let's get some video up in the Facebook group. Yeah, I kind of want to see them. I want to see
0: the. I want to yeah, see them too.
1: They do look nice, but you know, to me, yeah, yeah, fifty bucks is a little steep for a bobblehead.
2: Well, I'm assuming they like they like porcelain or something like that, right? They like they're not.
0: Yeah, Classic. I mean, I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're like, yeah. you know, like resin or whatever, like that high yeah. quality, like you know, heavy resin and stuff. And they come it's on those a high like high quality those, bobblehead. High its a high quality bobblehead, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Like Dwight Schrute's, it's um, <laughs> I, I, they're on like, and they're not even just like little standalone bobbleheads. They they have their own little like scenes that they're flying through. You know, like he's got like a stand and he's got like the Titantron says Rey Mysterio and all of that. So yeah, they're they're cool, but they we just don't have room for them in the collection for sure. And yeah, fifty yeah. bucks is a little steep for for a bobblehead, but I would love to see anybody who does have a collection of these. Yeah. Me, yeah. I'm
2: kind of curious too, to see if anyone in our, like the, the Facebook group actually collects. I feel like these. if you had
0: a favorite wrestler, like if Ray Mysterio was your favorite wrestler and you just had like a, a, like a, um, a, just a Ray Mysterio collection, you would have to have this, you know? Yeah. Um, but to collect all of them, that, that would take up some serious shelf space.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, another, another company I haven't talked to in a while, Eagle Moss, they actually uh, came out with a. They're coming out with a uh, Jim Neidhart and Natalia I saw this
1: set. Man, Neidhart, it looks very uh, nice
2: uh, set, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's got the anvil with the the pink beret.
2: Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's. I mean, I, I, I mean, I haven't picked up any Eagle Moss, personally, but I. We don't. Yeah, we one,
0: we had an Eagle Moss Bret Hart, um, but we, we gave it away. Yeah, we ended up giving it away in the uh, Patreon group.
2: Yeah, they are pretty awesome, and I think this is this one would probably be one of the ones I would get um i believe they have they is there i think there was was there a rock uh and mankind one too
1: yeah like there Rocket was
2: Star connection one yeah like those would i would probably get like the sets not the single ones if i was to do it but yeah this one's actually pretty cool just just uh the significance of it is uh is uh yeah is and it's cool
0: awesome. like she's wearing you know she's wearing the anvil's jacket you know yeah. i think that's really cool she's got the anvil and his you know you know Pink pink tights, his jacket, and the pink beret, and then you have Natalia wearing the Ambles jacket like she did um, when she came out on Raw after he passed away.
2: Yeah, definitely. Again, if if anyone
1: flashback already... to Ruby Riot, uh, bring oh, up the table. Oh my god, putting Would the Ambles Amble jacket like oh, you know, no. vinyl cardboard cutout like, on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: his standee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that, that was that was one of the most heel <laughs> things that Ruby Riot has ever done. And then, uh, then she also like she broke Nattie the glasses. Pa-
1: yeah, Natty had a pair of Jim she glasses. She broke. Yeah,
0: Jim I glasses. I think Natty <sighs>
1: was in the middle of a max, uh, middle of a match with Sasha Banks. If I remember this correctly, yes. you know, emails list now. I think she was in the middle of a match with Sasha Banks. Ruby Riot came out broke the glasses in half and, it and just then the, match the match between match. Sasha and Natty just ended you know Sasha just started comforting Natty and you know the match <sighs> yeah, ended, it and it ended just, with Natty just horrible. crying and you yeah, know it went to commercial break then when they came back the match was just over it's yeah like, I just yeah. remember
0: feeling so conflicted about that storyline like really <laughs> are we really bringing her real life you know deceased father like <laughs> for, former legend they did
1: it in such a goofy way I mean I think you could do stuff like that but you need to make it like serious and dark like the way they did it was like it was just corny so. yeah yeah yeah,
2: yeah. I mean they did it with uh they did it with Paul Bearer, where, like right when he right after he died.
1: Yeah, that was yeah, he was still you know, that was that was fresh. So that was within months of him passing away. But I yeah. feel like they did that right, you know, I feel like that was yeah. like the right way to do it. Um as compared to compared to Ruby Wright. <laughs> yeah, that
2: yeah, was pretty that was pretty bad. Um uh yeah, again, anyone that collects uh any like eagle mouse definitely see
1: the let's see those collections if you do
2: definitely in the facebook group i think our buddies Ralph,
1: uh jeff and scott are fully posable i think they got a pretty deep uh equal Moss collection
2: yes they do yeah they should yeah definitely definitely display them on uh, just take some pictures out see them just to see what they uh just to see what they look like but um next on the list for funko pops i'm actually kind of excited about this because it's one of my favorite movies ever they live uh rowdy rowdy piper or John Nada, as his character is, and <laughs> How They Live. There's a Funko Pop coming. You can pre-order yeah. it on Amazon.com. Actually, here have...
1: for this character. He had the NECA figure in yep, store the last couple of months. Yep, I have of the months. NECA figure. Yep, I have that. I have
2: the uh, the two. I have the aliens as well. I pretty much had that whole They Live set. Um, the movie's just great. If you haven't seen it, definitely we're not doing any... Uh, recommendations, but yeah, definitely go watch that. It's a campy 80s movie, but the best, it's, uh, it's, Love it's super woke 80s movies. It's, it's a woke movie though, at the same time. Uh, the messaging is By John is, Carpenter, right? Yeah, nice. It's pretty woke. I won't, I won't spoil it for you, even though it's like 35 yeah, the, the years statute old. statute of
0: limitations is passed, <laughs> for, passed for spoilers, but yeah, we, we won't spoil it here on the show
2: for you. But yeah, definitely go watch it, and uh, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so I, re- I remember we were talking about this before with uh, Sasha Banks. Um, having a figure other than a wrestling figure, mm-hmm. so obviously she's in, she's in the Star Wars line. Uh, John Cena, because uh, he's in the Suicide Squad movie. Um, uh, McFarlane Toys are actually making the Suicide Squad uh, figures, and uh, John Cena's actually getting a a figure um, nice. in the line. If you get the name of his character, uh, oh, that's going to bother me now that he's
1: playing. Is it like Kill Shot or something? No, it's um. It's gonna bother me.
0: No, nobody, nobody cares. Up up the, uh,
1: I'm firing up the. Google machine. Yeah, peacemaker. Yeah, he's uh, a peacemaker. Peacemaker,
2: peacemaker. It, yeah. peacemaker. Peacemaker. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so he's getting a figure in the line. I, mean, I think we had this conversation, like who besides like Sasha Banks had a, a wrestling figure as well as a, um, like a like a mainstream or like a a figure other than a
1: wrestling figure, and yeah. um. Yeah, you had uh, yeah. So obviously you got Kevin Nash's. He had his NECA Ultimate Super Superstars. Yeah, and we got Rowdy Roddy, Roddy
0: Piper with uh, they the live John with Otto. the NECA. Yep. And then There's we got a ton Batista. Of rocks.
1: You have the Rock with uh, the Scorpion King way back in the day. He's got all kinds of Maui toys.
0: Yeah. Batista's, oh yeah, that's right. Drax.
1: Yeah. yeah, that would be a cool little. If you were going for a niche collection, that would be pretty cool. Like non-wrestler wrestling figures you know like yeah all movies you gotta I, this one be pricey i know there's a a hulk hogan Thunderlips figure from back in the early 80s that goes for a pretty penny if you can track it down um oh yeah i don't I know think if there uh, were, i don't think there were ever any suburban commando figures i don't i don't remember seeing suburban commando toys how about you marco
2: no i don't think so but i think i i want want to say i want to say that zoro mendez actually had the rocky three line like he was selling that like maybe if Maybe last year or a few months back. Nice, maybe. So there is a, there is a figure, um, um of of Hulk Hogan as Thunderlips. Um, I think they're like mint too. Um, oh wow! Because I mean, because obviously everything from Zoro is mint. So, I mean. He's the, the LJ Whisper as well as Rocky figure Whisper too. So but, <laughs> we don't, we don't uh, have other,
0: any we don't have any Stone Cold Steve Austin figures from one of his uh, mini from like the Condemned or something. You know? Oh my God! Is that yeah, the B movies. That got an action figure line.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God, jeez! Or Batista as uh, Drax. That was the other one that we found out. Yeah, that he had a, yeah. Uh, a Drax figure, but um, but yeah, that's it. That's it for figure news.
1: Uh, one thing to mention real quick before we get into weekly purchases, they live is currently streaming on Peacock. So you can you know Mm. go watch some class, go watch Roddy Piper versus Bret Hart from WrestleMania Eight, and then chase that with uh with they live. You know, watch the whole movie. So yeah, definitely right there to make it convenient for the wrestling fans. Uh, Marco, what all did you add to your collection this week?
2: Uh, nothing too crazy this week. Uh, got the uh got the combo the 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 fighting machine from um from Uncle Phil sent that to me
1: um interesting our still hasn't shown up yet man so i don't know i oh, may damn. have uh i may have some heat with uh with oh, phil man i don't know i've been checking my mailbox geez. every day how How does it look in person man
2: it looks it looks great i mean he has the, he has a melted down iron chain or the necklace on it's It looks pretty awesome i'm not gonna lie i'm sorry that you didn't get it yet but thank thank you uncle phil for sending mine <laughs> before them that's yeah. that was that was gracious of you.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> our, our our good buddy, yeah, Phil in the UK, he just is—he's a machine, dude. He, like, yeah,
1: so you him and him and Jordan—they're the Allied Powers of figure hunting, you know? Yeah, it's definitely. Dog at Lex Luger all over again. Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, you get a lot of people
2: him, like, oh, how do you, um, how do you get all these figures? I'm like, man, it's the Allied Powers. I mean, you got to join the Facebook groups and find out. I can. Can't divulge any more information. I know. You just got to join the group and see for we're yourself. Gonna, we're gonna who... have to
0: just keep. We're gonna have to keep expanding. Like if other, if other countries are getting, you know, we got we got our Canadian brothers. We got you know our uh, guy over in the UK. We got all our all of our American fam. Like if things start getting some exclusives over in Japan or something, we're gonna have to like expand. You know what I mean? <laughs> Chick, yeah, Chick-fil-A, fam worldwide. Yeah,
2: I know we're I know we're worldwide. I know a lot of. I mean, we we talked about these for a lot of different countries. Listen to the show. So if you're a if you're a figure collector and you get all the yeah. exclusives in your country, definitely yeah. uh, definitely hit us up. <laughs> hit us
0: up. We we are we are PayPal, <laughs> Venmo, Cash App, whatever you need. Right, we're, we're ready. The check Foley
2: international. Yeah, is uh, is ready. But uh, yeah, other than that, um, so I, I picked up a shirt from uh from kfade Clothing. Um, they have they they have like a like a, a line that's like heels and faces or baby faces, stuff like that. But they have a shirt that says, uh, um, wrestling is real and people are fake, which is pretty cool. So pick Works that to up live
1: by, for sure. Yeah,
2: it's true. I, I mean, it is true. It's a, if it, like, I, like I always tell people, I, obviously we don't talk about like real world stuff on here. We don't talk about politics or anything, but like when people are like watching the news and all this stuff, it's like, Oh, it's, it's a work. If you're a wrestling fan, you look at everything as a, <laughs> as a work. And that's how, that's how I always looked at. Uh, yeah.
1: What's the angle.
2: Yeah, what's the what's going on here? What, this guy kind of good promo. What is it? What's his, uh, what's his uh character about that that type of stuff? So yeah, so that that's that shirt just spoke to me, which is it's true. Wrestling real is real and people are fake. I mean those are words to live by, and that's what I'm gonna rock. So thank you, uh K Fabe clothing for for the awesome shirt. That's uh that rounds out my week.
1: Hell yeah. For me, I actually uh made some big purchases in two different lines for the motus. Uh again, Jordan had come out here last weekend. He had picked me up a bunch of stuff there in the Midwest because their department stores are just in much better shape than ours as far as distribution goes. And then the last figure I needed to get all caught up was Mr. T. Uh I'd gotten the rest of the set or the rest of the series' um MOC. And for pretty fair prices, but for whatever reason, the Mr. T Motu has skyrocketed. He was going for like a hundred bucks, uh, MOC for whatever reason. Yeah, it's crazy. I ended up finding one loose with all the accessories for like 40 bucks. So that's a little bit more than I was wanting to spend, but I just wanted to be done and be all the way caught up. So now I can just get to hunting when the new series, uh, start to drop. So got that. And then for Hasbro, I got two very big pieces. I actually found, uh, The Razor Ramon and Dusty Rhodes Hasbro at Yester Toys, our local vintage toy shop. So like I mentioned earlier, I'm down to just the green cards now and I'll have a complete set of Hasbro. The Razor Ramon was some serious figure fate. So it was Friday night. We were uh, we were chilling out watching Dynamite and I was just kind of scrolling eBay. I was checking to see if there were any razors out there um, and for a halfway decent price or in good condition. And there were none. But one thing you'll notice if you if you do go on the hunt for this figure, remember he came with the the gold chain. It's damn near impossible to find a good razor figure that still has the gold chain with it. Um, yeah, I didn't have the figure yet and I didn't see anything promising on eBay, but I saw somebody had listed the gold chain by itself for about 15 bucks. I said, you know what? Screw it. Let me go ahead and just get this. And then when I do find the Razor Ramon, you know, five, six, seven months down the road, I'll already have the chain in hand. Sure enough, the very next day, I go to Esther Toys and sitting inside the glass case is a a fresh Razor Ramon figure. So I, uh, you know, I kind of spoke it into existence a little bit, made it happen. I got the I I put the cart before the horse, if you will, and got the chain first and then the figure showed up. So uh, very happy to have those. And again, now I'm down to just the green card. So Chella, if you're out there. Keep pumping them out, man. Save me some money. I'll I'll buy every figure you guys put out from that set.
0: Check out the Pyramid
1: Wrestling Podcast. Each week, we dive deep into all things wrestling action figures. From AEW Unrivaled, WWE Mattel Elite, our childhood WWF, WCW, ECW Collections, and more, you can also find Pyramid Wrestling on YouTube. That's Pyramid Wrestling, available everywhere you listen to podcasts.
0: Random Merch of the Week is where we scour the deep recesses of the Internet to track down hard to find and never before seen wrestling merchandise and share it with you, the Foley Fam. You can find links to purchase our rare finds in the show notes of every episode. This segment is brought to you by Pro Wrestling Tees. Visit the official Chick Foley show store by searching Chick Foley at ProWrestlingTees.com or hitting the link in our show notes.
1: All right, it's time for Random merch of the week marco tell us about this sting coin cup yeah
2: so uh trying to keep it you know aligned with aew and the uh in-ring return of sting um found this i I found this a couple weeks ago but kind of put it on the uh the the watch list Not not that i'm really watching it the only thing that stinks about like doing that is like you get offers for it. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's you're like, like oh, if, you ta- if you take 10% off of this item today. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I've every really, I'm,
1: I'm just I've pulled doing the trigger on a show. couple things off of that before, man, cuz uh, oh, really? yeah, you're like, "Oh, <laughs> they're cutting, they're cutting me a deal, you know. Let me go and just grab this." So, yeah, that that's I've fallen for that before.
2: <laughs> but I originally thought this was a uh like a uh like a koozie. Um, Is it
1: does it not double as a koozie cuz it looks a, like if you take the coin, it's got the hole in the bottom like for like condensation to come out of it. So, I don't I look, it doesn't look like, like it's big one. enough.
0: I mean, it might be big enough for like a, like we said, like one of the slim cans, like a Red Bull yeah. can or something, but it looks like it's way too like small for, for an actual like, you know, beer can. But yeah, it it's, it's actually pretty neat. I'm not going to lie. I, I would not pay 50 bucks for it. And you look at what the asking price is, you know, it's OBO or, you know, or best offer, but yeah. I, uh. It is pretty, it is pretty cool. And it's still got the little coin slot, you know, like I would feel like you would normally find this thing and it would just be like the open, you know, cup, but it's still got the little coin slot into it, but pretty neat little item. So totally random. So totally nineties for sure. If you had a hard
1: collection, you definitely would need it. But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's not, I don't know if it's doing anything for me.
2: Yeah, no, it's uh, I mean, the the face looks kind of creepy to me as well. I but see, I'm, I'm,
0: I like I keep I keep change too. Maybe that's why I'm attracted to it. Seth will just throw change in the trash. He'll just like, no, I don't want this change. <laughs> oh
2: man, I would keep this in my car. You put it like your yeah. little cup holder.
0: Yeah, and it will stink. Put your, yeah, put your, put your toll money in there. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> your your meter money. Yeah, how freaking looking, awesome would uh, that be? There
1: is there is none of the, uh, no, there's no sold listings coming up for this. Well, then it popped up. Sheen, do you remember our WrestleMania 31 souvenir cup we had? Yes. That one of those sold back in April for thirty four dollars.
0: Shut your mouth! Are you serious? Damn. Yeah, I think
1: ours cracked, didn't it?
0: No, I think I just, I think I finally just ditched it, dude. Uh,
1: I have a couple. Uh, of those. I thought I remember that cracking, man. Maybe I could have maybe maybe it did yeah. crack. I think maybe we put it in the dishwasher, maybe just worn 34 out. Thirty like four bucks, yeah, a, yeah. That well, I mean, we, we would at least got our money back the from
0: the Coke that we drink out of it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. San Francisco is pretty high. I, I think it was like 45 bucks for one of those at the stadium that day. i <laughs> yeah. yeah, nah, was we playing. I think it was like 9 or 10 bucks. Like, yeah, so. it was
0: probably like 8 bucks, 9 bucks for a freaking like the souvenir cup. But I think you got free refills which, you know, obviously we never took advantage of because we were like way down, you know. I was not trying to walk my ass back up there to get another Coke, you know. So, yeah. as
1: always, we will put the link, the eBay link to this in uh, the show notes. And if you guys pick it up, let us know. You know, let us know if it does double as a koozie because I think that's going to be the most controversial piece of info on uh, on this particular piece yeah.
2: of merch hey everyone it's nick better known as extra
0: cooler is there anything better than diving back into the wrestling archives and watching classic matches from the past yes there is it's doing that with your buddies while cracking jokes and enjoying some ice cold beverages if that sounds like fun to you then be sure to check out my new podcast the extra cooler show where each episode my survivor series team and i review an old school match chosen by you the listeners the Extra Cooler Show is available wherever you get your
1: podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and follow us for new episodes every other Thursday morning. Retro Wrestling Recommendation of the Week is where myself, the heel husband, Chick Foley and Marco, the MVP, give you guys a recommendation from a match or event from years gone by to get you through the weekend. This segment is brought to you by our good friends at Chalkline. Chalkline specializes in bringing you the absolute best in retro inspired fanware. They can be found on Instagram at Chalkline Official or at chalk line.com.
0: All right, guys, you know, we cannot kick off the retro wrestling recommendation of the week without our chalk line check in. This is where I am going to ask the heel husband which of his 65 pair of chalk line shorts he is rocking tonight. And who knows what it could be because he just added some new ones to the collection, one of which being our exclusive chick Foley show show um, shorts. So I, I'm curious to see what what he's wearing. I wasn't even paying attention when he came downstairs. So heel husband, what you rocking over there?
1: So I did grab some new ones. We got the the official shorts of the Chick Foley show, and I grabbed a few from the Nicktoons collection that recently dropped. But I'm going with some of my old favorites. I think this is one of the absolute best pairs of shorts that Chocolate has done. These are the Ace Ventura shorts. They got the oh uh, yeah, those are cool. The blue and orange floor print all over them, and they got the hula dancer that you guys remember Ace had on the dash of his uh, his car. So
0: wasn't that a, that was a collaboration with Mache, right?
1: it was it was uh yeah and very cool pair of shorts and obviously if you haven't go watch ace ventura that's just it's a classic some of the best comedy uh from the early 90s and it's peak jim carrey so you will laugh your ass off guaranteed uh marco i think we all kind of centered our retro picks around the the dearly departed from wwe this week why don't you kick us off with your retro recommendation
2: all right so it's really not super retro it's Couple years back, um, it
0: feels like a lifetime ago.
2: Yeah, it does actually feel. I mean, I didn't even remember Braun Strowman was a uh, a title contender at one point.
0: So, <laughs> a couple <of> weeks at
2: <laughs>
1: one point, <laughs> at one point, a couple weeks ago,
2: <laughs> it could have been a couple weeks ago, and I probably wouldn't even remember it either. But, uh, but yeah, so I'm going with uh, Alistair Black versus uh, Buddy Murphy. Great at TLC 2019. Um, they've had a they had a couple of matches on Raw. I think like that first match on Raw was like probably like one of my favorite matches in, in recent memory. They they kicked the living crap out of each other. Yeah.
0: They both had this dudes. all kind
1: of didn't this all kind of lead into Buddy Murphy becoming Seth's disciple?
0: Yes, yes, yeah. it did because I think it wasn't um, I think I lost think he lost?
1: I think he lost to Alistair, and that's what kind of made him like snap yeah. and yeah. decide to start following the Messiah.
2: Yeah, yeah. he it was like I think they, they fought a few times, and he lost all pretty much every time they fought. So, I think it was just like, you know, Seth came to him and was like, yeah, you
1: know, what are
2: you going to stop losing? And blah, blah, blah. And hence, yeah, the, uh, the mm-hmm. disciple. But yeah, no, this match is, it's about 15, 16 minutes long. Um, really awesome match. Definitely definitely got out your way to watch it. Two amazing talents, both those guys. Um, they're, their styles, are, I mean, they both hit hard, but obviously you have Murphy with like more of like the high flyer type of style, but he still hits hard. And you know, where of Black has like the ground, um, ground base fighting. So it makes for, yeah. it made for a great match. I definitely, definitely check it out if you have the time.
1: I went with Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns in the ambulance match from the, oh. the incredibly named, um great balls of fire 2017. <laughs> this was going to
0: be, this was going to be my pick. This is an excellent, excellent choice. For it actually, that
1: being a pretty, uh, a pretty badass pay pay-per-view and everybody was clown on the name. This is the one that was main evented by Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar. But, um, but yeah, really great match. This was the height of, you know, bronze. I'm not finished with you era when him and Roman had that, <laughs> that really elevated Braun to the main event scene where he would stay on and off for the next few years. Uh, it, Braun gets the win, but I think this is mostly remembered for for Roman kind of you know hijacking the ambulance and ramming it into the I can't remember if he drove like straight into the wall or one of like the concrete pillars in the parking garage, and you know it it was yeah. it was cool, it was a pretty well executed stunt. They were selling it on WWE as if like you know Braun Strowman had died, which I think that was maybe a little over dramatic, but they really were hyping it up like crazy. If you guys remember, um, it was Heath Slater and Curtis Axel went out and actually had to have an an impromptu match in the ring where they only showed like, I think 10 seconds of it. Cause they were just focusing on the jaws of life, freaking coming back and extracting yeah. Braun Strowman from, uh, from his predicament. But I think that was his most memorable moment in WWE, even more so than, than beating Goldberg at, at WrestleMania and some of the big matches he had with Brock. I think it was, uh, was Braun, uh, having to use the jaws of life to, to escape great balls of fire. Marco, what's, uh, or, excuse me, Sheena, what's your pick?
0: So I'm gonna go with um one of the Riot Squad's most memorable moments in in my opinion was uh Riot Squad versus Iconics. It was on the pre-show of Payback uh, 2020. So you can go back and watch that. It was a really great match. It was like, you know, right after uh, you know, Liv and, and Ruby kind of like reunited and went ahead to head with the uh, with the iconics, who also are dearly departed from from WWE. So uh this is a a great vintage match that you will not be disappointed in.
1: All right. Sheena, do you have some listener mail for us this week?
0: I do. All right. So I want to give a shout out um, to Steven because he did send us some listener mail, um, but he just said, which... Which of the release would you like to see go to AEW over the next few months? We talked about that earlier in the show, but I did want to say thanks to Steven for sending in that question. Next, we have our buddy Zach Hertzler. He says, if chalk line had AEW shorts or jackets, which superstars would you like to see in this line? Um, he says, Seth, we already know you want to see you want to have Cody shorts and matching jacket. He's oh your favorite.
1: <laughs> Unless they drop some Stardust shorts. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting any Cody merch. <laughs> um, I would I think that you could do some awesome, you know, Chalk lines messed around with some of the macho man entrance jackets where they really try to mimic the gear i think you could do young bucks jackets with like the tassels and stuff and oh, that'd be cool. like, yeah not so much the heel bucks we got right now but maybe the old school baby face bucks that would be cool for shorts i love to see some hangman shorts just do the like his ring gear but do that print on the shorts i think that would be really mm. really cool And since he's one of my favorites that'd probably be the direction i would go so let me get let me get some huh. young bucks jackets and some hangman shorts
0: all right what about you marco
2: I mean, I think you have to go – I mean, the the person that has, like, the gear fit for Chalkline would probably be Eddie Kingston with, like, yeah. the tank top and the shorts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be, like, perfect. He
0: could, he could do the jersey. <laughs> you know, Chalkline does have that the, the line of jerseys. So, yeah, he could That's totally, what I'm saying. Yeah.
2: You have the jersey, you have the shorts. You, you, you pretty much you have could the, put together
0: uh, a, like a legit ring gear for, for yeah, Eddie so. Yeah, it's perfect. Oh well, perfect's a little strong, but uh, you know, <laughs> if, we, if we could get Eddie to change his ring gear, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad at that. I have to go with Jungle or Jungle. See here I go. I call him Jungle Express every time. Jurassic Express. I feel like some Luchasaurus, like some reptile print uh, jacket and shorts could really, really be cool. Or like just super jungly, like planty. That's like right. That's right in my wheel house is right in my vibe so i think some really cool Jurassic Express gear would uh would really be awesome. Um Sam Rosenthal says, do you think any promotion can ever get back to 3.0 to 5.0 ratings in today's age?
1: No, i don't. No. Maybe if they threw Negative. WrestleMania or SummerSlam or the Royal Rumble on regular TV, but there's just too many options. Back in the yeah. like we've we've covered this a few times on the show. Back in the day it was you had what was on TV or you had, you know, something going to the video store. That was your choices for entertainment. Now, wrestling and every, not even just wrestling, anything on TV, it's competing with literally any movie or TV show that's ever been released because it's all out there for us within the touch of a few buttons. And it's so. competing yeah. with the internet. Yeah, you have YouTube. I mean, you're, you you're
0: literally competing with YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Twitter, like, there's people's attention Snapchat. is literally everywhere. Yeah. Video games MySpace. have become way
1: more popular since the Attitude Era. Like, yeah, you know, I just... Uh, yeah, yeah that, was, right. that will never happen. Because remember, think about the Attitude Era. Like, our parents, like, they really weren't gamers, you know what I mean? We came up on video games, so, yeah. like, people our age are still playing video games well into their 30s and 40s, whereas, you know, I think that was much more rare back in the yeah, day. Yeah, our with, parents like, were gather around the
0: radio, children.
1: Yeah, they were playing with, like, you know, their their ball in a cup or whatever. Like, that's what they were playing with. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I don't think it's there's any way it's, we're going to beat the, the glory days of the ratings um, in, yeah. in today's day and age. I think Marco agrees as well. Um, our good buddy from the Coming Down the Aisle podcast, John Swallow, says, If you were to start a wrestling-themed food truck, what would your top three menu items be and what would their names be? Do you, guys, do you guys have any food truck recommendations? I love a good food truck. I oh. like some of the best food that I've ever had in my life has come off of a of a truck. So I'm here for a food truck.
1: I mean, I'm thinking you got like the Val Venus footlong hot dog. Like that's wow. got to be there. You know, choppy choppy. Oh, yeah. peepee.
2: I think uh, <laughs> I have a uh, because we spoke about him earlier. Adam Bomb. So you have the you have the Adam Steak Bomb sub which is pretty (laughs) would be pretty awesome (laughs) um my other my other one would be the uh uh brett the hit burger
0: see my whole thing thing is gonna be my whole thing would be like a hitman hamburgers like food truck like that would be my overarching theme i would have like a a heart attack burger which is like your classic over the top like you know bacon and drippy double cheese burger with like all the all the fixings you know what i mean and then you could have like um like a five moves of shroom. You could have a portobello burger. With a, <laughs> like it's got a mushroom blend on top and like trough mayo, you know? So you get like totally, totally shroomed out. Um, and then I had another one. It would be the the dungeon burger. So it's like a dry aged burger. So it's kind of old, you know, like stew okay. <laughs> and it's loaded wow. with like peppers and spicy sauce. And it's just going to like tear your ass up, you know? <laughs> so I think, the shark I, shooter. I, yeah. The, the, what is it?
1: The shark shooter.
2: Wow. Shark.
0: <laughs> I don't think you. Want, I don't think anyone wants any other food called shark.
1: I man. mean, you <laughs> just told that one about tearing your ass up,
0: man. I mean, could, <laughs> I mean, not necessarily your ass. It could be your stomach, like tearing oh, your okay. stomach. Up, you know? I mean, it
1: usually kind of leads to one place.
0: <laughs> That's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's all got to come God. out. It's all got to come out somewhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I love that idea. We'll have to come up. If you have any more uh, in the Facebook group, let us know. Or if you're listening to this, hit us up on Instagram with all of your food truck ideas for your wrestling themed food truck. Last one comes in from Jason cook. He says, so I collect a lot of different things and have a lot of uh, my old toys, wrestling, transformers, uh, mask, etc. What higher end line would you collect and why? So like, you know, something, something that's a little more, you know, I guess, I not, don't know if,
1: I don't know if neck is considered higher. end. I was going mean, to say I can, NECA, I NECA, NECA because I, hurdles. Yeah. those are, I feel like those are kind of me like the entry level to the high end. I've seen the stuff like hot toys does like their Michael Jordan figures. Mm-hmm. Those are really, really awesome. Just a little bit rich for my blood. So maybe yeah. stuff like that, you know, those like the, um,
0: those are like little baby like sculptures.
1: One, yeah. Like the one six scale figures. There's some people out there that do, I think RF customs is one of them that do some really cool wrestling figures in the one six scale. So they're about a foot tall, um, with like all cloth accessories, like seamless joints and stuff. So, But the price is really high. Like I actually like reached out to him about recreate. He did a really cool WrestleMania eight Bret Hart. And, you know, I was willing to drop, you know, a decent amount of, of change on this thing. But when he started quoting, he's like, "Yeah, you know, I think we could probably get it done for like seven hundred bucks." I'm like, "Okay, <sighs> thanks, man." Yeah, Jeez. just stop
0: right there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Whoa. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the line would be. I don't know who makes these things because I've never really looked into it. But you know me, I'm a huge horror junkie, and I follow a bunch of um, like horror collectors, and some of them have like the most incredible collection of like masks. You know, like they have a they'll have a Freddy Krueger mask and a Jason mask, and they'll have like you know a child's play a Chucky mask and all this. I mean, stuff.
1: Sheen, do you have a four hundred dollar oogie boogie mask upstairs
0: that's true that's true it was, it was <laughs> oh, and, and yeah, i have and i, I have lock some shock, of those
1: collectors might be following you <laughs>
0: lock, yeah lock shock and barrel too yeah they were all um like handmade hand painted handcrafted like resin mold like i'll take a picture of, for you guys but yeah there there's some really cool memorabilia out there i would love to have just like the way we have a mark cave i would love to have like a, a horror themed cave and just like have all that kind of stuff you know a, a Freddy glove and just Full, full like uh, mannequins dressed in like you know jumpsuits, like a Michael Myers jumpsuit. Like I just feel like that would just be so rad. So that, I, I would get into I would get into collecting uh, that kind of stuff.
1: That huh. guy's releasing their full scale uh, Chucky figure or Chucky doll. I know they're later good on guys all. Yeah, that's gonna be pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, let's that, see that kind of stuff. I would just I would love to just have a uh, a, a spooky cave. Hmm.
1: The only problem I would see with the horror collection is although they license their stuff out to so many different yes, companies. It would be thing. really hard to kinda like cage it in as to what you're gonna collect or not. Cause there's our like NECA's dropping theirs. Obviously we're pretty loyal to NECA, but there's already some really, really awesome Chucky dolls out there as well. So mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. It would just be tough picking and choosing like what you're actually going to buy. It is tough.
0: But I mean, it. that uh, the cool thing about that is you can curate a really cool collection because you have so many people making different things. I mean, you can really pick and choose what you want. I mean, you don't, have, you don't have to be a complete, you're clearly not going to be a completionist because there's just no way to collect all the stuff that's out there. And there's some really cool, just like artists, like that aren't even like companies that are, pumping out just some amazing stuff. Like I said, that the lady that I bought my Oogie Boogie and my lock shock and barrel masks from, like she's just an independent, like little small shop and she just sells on, you know, Instagram and stuff. And you just order through her. I mean, she's just an independent artist. Um, and I mean, there's so many out there that are making just incredible stuff. So, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, the, the possibilities are endless when you open up that can of worms. Again, I I, I, had, I couldn't even commit because I was like the the NECA collection was getting too big and it wasn't getting the love. So, I you know, I liquidated my NECA horror collection, which I still, you know, I still have a soft spot in my heart for. But yeah, I can't imagine like if I was opening it up to like all the horror things because, geez, there's so much good stuff out there.
1: Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to wrap it up for episode one thirty one of the Chick Foley Show. Sheena, remind everyone where they can find you guys on social media.
0: So you can find me on Instagram at Chick Foley, Marco. Over on. Twitter at Chick Foley Show. You can follow us along with all of our Pod Foundation brethren over at Pod Foundation. And you can join our Foley fam at ChickFoleyShow.com. Remember, leave a review, subscribe to the podcast. And if you do leave a review or update your review, make sure you send it to myself or Marco on social media. And Don't get- forget
1: and- girlfriends, boyfriends, yeah. mom, dad, brother, sister, cousins. Get your friends' phones and leave reviews as well. And you'll get more entrance yeah. into uh, the Undertaker giveaway. Absolutely. Take a stranger's phone as well. Yeah, PG2. just yeah, just snipe somebody's phone. It's good to go.
0: Yeah, that uh, <laughs> totally wouldn't get you in trouble.
1: Uh, Sheena, you are have regained for the first time in the <laughs> no. year 2021. You've regained the Chick-fil-A Show Prediction Championship, uh. which means you get to leave us with the closing words.
0: So I want to wish fair winds, following seas to all of our uh, all of our fan that left the WWE family today, and I hope they don't overstuff your garbage bags.